stat pod. One thirty-two. One three two. It's like a backwards. Three what two do you one. Call those for one two three if it's different. Uh, <laughs> that was um, a weird way to start. The we're starting with like a math thing. Are you talking about like, like a word that's said people. the same? Oh, I see. Anagram. 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 That's the one I was. Is it anagram? For. I think it's an anagram. I thought anagram was like. The first letter of each word, like shield, makes it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's an anagram. Okay, well, that's how we're starting the podcast this week. I remember that. However, it is there's like a joke where people say, "Hey, did you know if you say whatever the word is backwards, it means it's the same word?" Mm. Race but car? then that's not true either. Yeah, it's like race car. Yeah. What is race car? What is the word for race car? Well, this is all things that we're all saying that no one has answers yeah, to. None of us know. Yeah, okay. Good. Golden podcast here. All right. It's the Spanish <laughs> Announce Table podcast where we talk about math things, but sometimes also wrestling. We're smoking math. October the 6th of the year 2016 is today's date. And it's fucking cold out. It is cold out. Um, it is a season. It did. Yes, absolutely. You bundle up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've got lots to talk about this week. More news this week than we've had in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Everybody's um, getting stabbed. But <laughs> it's true. I'm surprised you made it here, Scotty. I was kind of afraid that you might end up getting stabbed. Yeah, me too. If anyone's going to get stabbed from our podcast, it's probably, probably be me. I mean, you work at a liquor store in White Ave, so. Yeah, good point. Some, some guy busts in there with a machete or some shit. Every time we get stolen from, everyone's like, did they hold you at knife or gunpoint? I'm like, no, we were shoplifted, not robbed. Mm. Have you ever been robbed no i've point? never been robbed robbed have i've you, never been mugged either and your, i go to like some weird areas in your liquor store days brando that ever happened to you? no i was in a liquor store in short part that's though. a good point well, I guess. I, i'm sure i got uh, mu- uh like shoplifted by 18 year old girls uh, just numerous times didn't and care just like well, well there those just not looking i'm not looking just two more bottles of raspberry <laughs> sour puss walking out the door yeah. just write those <laughs> off breakage all of a sudden yeah. <laughs> it, it's i've seen people like i'm like oh, i'm pretty sure they stole something i'm not filing a police report that's a lot of work unless yeah. it's like this blatant thing where they make a big scene and other employees see it if i'm the only one who sees it i'm letting yeah. it slide. did go. you politely if- rob me or did you make a big fucking Stink about the whole thing. Because if you made a stink about the whole thing, I'm going to report you. Yeah, then if I you're gotta... just were quietly in there taking shit and walking out the door, then hey, there more power to you. If you go to the liquor store on White Avenue and Scotty's working, you can steal stuff. Yeah. That's what we've just Be learned. Be nice about it. As long when, as you're uh, nice, you can steal things. When my old manager left, uh, <laughs> one of my parents came in to bring me like some like leftover spaghetti. And I was like, Mom, if you want to steal now, this is the time. It's Cato's last day. She gives no shits. Yeah. Wait, Mom's spaghetti? My neeks were sweaty. That's the second Eminem reference, and only one of them made it on the podcast. But that's the second one tonight. <laughs> so I said I had no snare in my headphones before. Oh, yeah. Do you remember uh, what song that's from? Yes, it's from um, Cleaning Out My Closet. Yep. Yeah. It's a great song. Great song. That's, Wish we could go out to that tonight. Is mine Cleaning Out Your Closet too? No. No, mine's is, Lose Yourself. Yeah. Lose Yourself. I feel uh, like we all now. had an Eminem phase based on how oh, old yeah. we all are. Well, yeah, when I was... And that we're all white suburban kids. I'm trying to think of how old I was when Eminem was... I never didn't like Eminem. Like, mm. I, I never loved Eminem, but I never... I was never one of the people who were like, oh, he's just not even very good. He's white boy. He's I stopped liking him Detroit trailer at Relapse, that album. Like, the Just Lose It era. It was when he stopped being angry and started being more comedical. Yeah, I listened to a little bit of him. That album reminds me of like when I started drinking, being in a friend's garage, 
mm-hmm. having that album on. Like, there's a very specific and sad part of my life that's <laughs> associated with that album. So I guess I can get on board with Scotty's I Don't Like That Album. Fair enough. Uh, boys, what's new with you? Mm. Who wants to jump on in? I will jump on in. Do it. Send that text message first. You bet. Shut up, man. You guys just break kayfabe on me, like, being on the phone. That's because you can actively tell when you're listening Mm -hmm. that, oh, Scotty's kind of checked out here. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm just like, yeah, they got time to talk. Uh, So I'm still plowing through American Horror Story. Okay. Uh, I'm done season two, which is Asylum. Okay. And I'm on the last episode of season three, which is Coven. Did you see Alberto Del Rio was wearing that shirt? No. It said, what's the first season called? Murder House? Mexican Horror Story. I escaped the Murder House... Found myself in the asylum, and it's like this whole long sentence that just brings. Oh, really? Page tweeted it, a picture oh. of him wearing the shirt. Hmm. So he's your new best friend. I don't know about that Alberto one. Alberto Del Rio and Scotty. That's a sitcom Sitting waiting in to a happen. Tree. That's right. It feels like those are people that like companies or family members are like. You should break up with that guy. Mm-hmm. That's all we, we got in common. We've been saying that to Page for how many <laughs> weeks now? Very yeah, true. Yeah, been going on for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. So Asylum was cool. I just didn't like the ending of it. Because it just felt like they were like, shit, we only got one episode left. Uh, let's let's just get her out of the way. Sounds um, like TNA. Yeah. Coven's a little fluffy because it's about like witches and stuff. But I like a lot of the actors and actresses that are in it. Um, so, yeah, it's okay. Aside from that, I'm just playing XCOM 2. How is it? On the console? Yeah. It's come to the console now. Came to the console as of last week. Mm-hmm. I had to go to Sherwood Park, your guys' neck of the woods, to really? buy a copy. Could Just didn't want to get it online or... Um, I like having physical copies of certain games. Is there not like they didn't have it at a local EB Games? <clears throat> no, with it being something that's a PC game, there were limited run copies. So mm. when I bought it on Friday, Southgate was like, "We don't have any more." Closest place to you that does, Sherwood Park. Fucking right. Fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> Sherwood Park talk to the rescue. Talk yet to again. Carl over the phone. You guys ever deal with a Carl, Carl at your EB Games? Probably. That place is interchangeable. There was one guy that was there for a long, long time. The older guy. Yeah, and yeah. I think he's like not older, now. older, but, but like a man grown. Uh, about Boris's age, so yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just hanging on to life <laughs> in a video game store. I think he's gone now, though. Just gone, yeah. Like, God like rest not his working soul. there. He's, he's probably still alive, but he's just not working there anymore. So, what are you drinking there? That looks fancy. I'm having a Snapple Fuji apple tea vodka thing. Oh yeah, how is that? It's okay. I've seen them advertised. Oh, I'm ready to take a sip and go, woof, I don't like this. You got a better review in you than it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I'll let you guys know how it is. What's after Scotty drinking? That's... What's Scotty drinking? Um, yeah. I mainly went to my liquor store or my work just to make sure I could get Saturday night off because mm-hmm. I got tickets to the Oilers game now. Oh, yeah. nice. Is that your first time going to the, the new, new arena? Yeah. I'll be nice. pretty slick, excited. Slick little building. It, it looks pretty nice. So mm-hmm. be excited to take in some NHL preseason action. Uh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, trying to think if there's anything other that's really exciting going on in my life. I had some really killer French toast yesterday. <laughs> hey, you should have led with that. Homemade, bought. I went to Albert's restaurant. Oh, Albert's. Yeah, oh, I didn't even know they. Well, no, I did know they did. We had an Albert's in the Sherwood Park Mall. That was the only Albert's I've ever been to. Still there? Is um, it still there? I was the youngest person in, there by far. They turned it into a hookah bar for a while. Really? But now it's. And then they just flipped it back. Well, it's I think like, it was well, Albert's work. the whole time, and then the lounge part, they turned into a hookah bar. Um, I think they backed up off that once they realized how gross hookah bars are. Yeah. You have any oh. good breakfast joints? Where's your breakfast joint of choice? I'm not, I don't know. I, I've never been a big breakfast joint. Like, if yeah. I'm going to get breakfast, if I'm up early enough to get breakfast, which is rare in and of itself, uh-huh. I'm That's going true. to A&W is priority one. Okay. 
then McDonald's. Right. So you're like fast he's, food. He's a breakfast fast food breakfast guy. kind of guy. I like Denny's. I can't. I don't. I've never liked Denny's. I've so never my, once gone to Denny's. Been like, Denny's. That was good food. My uh, yeah. And you always feel like shit after eating Denny's. Yeah, so that is true. My biggest problem is when I was like 18, I used to always go to Denny's at the end of the night when mm. I had been drinking for. Me too. Yeah. So it was like 2 a.m. The only place open to get food is McDonald's or Denny's. Uh, Let's sit down and yeah, be drunk idiots. Sit down, yeah. Piss our waitress off and probably get spit. Oh, in our absolutely. Food. Have police come and talk to us <laughs> yeah, every yeah. single fucking time. <laughs> we're not even really? doing anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're just being well because you're so drunk. You're just well, well, police know that that the Denny's is like a gathering spot for the drunks between two and four a.m. Yeah, that is true. So Sometimes if you make it right till five, all of a sudden you start getting like the old people yeah. for the next day coming in, and they're like, "Oh God, <laughs> it's stepping in before my golf game." So, awesome. Yeah, I like to go to Albert's before the churchies get there. Yeah. Oh, the churchies. Yeah. There's a diner on 99th Street uh, by Skona Road, just south on Skona Road. Uh, okay. Kind of getting close to White Avish. Uh, that is awesome. And it's like. Is it like old school? Yeah. Like they got pictures and records all yeah. over there? I've been there. Yeah, yeah that place. place is great. And yeah. like a fucking, that's like good. half a cab coming out of the roof yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. okay. I think I've been there too. Yeah. Tasty. Okay, before we move off of breakfast topics, uh-huh. what's your guys' like favorite breakfast thing to get? Like, Warren, what, what, what do you go when you go to an A&W and or a McDonald's? Uh, it's always the bacon and egg McMuffin, McMuffin or, whatever, or sandwich, whatever. whatever they're doing. Yes, even when we went to Nate, that's what I'd get every day. Yeah. Although sometimes I get the, the egg burger that they made there. We had to wait till 11 to get that because it was like their brunch. Oh, oh okay. But no, I, I, like, I like a good English muffin with an egg, some bacon, a little bit of cheese. A little bit of ketchup, more good. We waited in some long lines, and we're late for some classes yeah. waiting for those breakfasts. And well, and then the hash browns at Nate too were yeah. second to none. Ooh. Still to this day, like, maybe second to none. I have thought none. about going back to Nate just to get just some just hash to browns. get some hash oh. browns. Like waking up early enough, and I'm like, you let me know. I could go to Nate right now. <laughs> yeah, I can man. make it there, have breakfast, and be at work on time. <laughs> we got a buddy going back to school there now. The Maddie thought about yeah. from talking reckless. He thought about meeting him, but he starts class really early. When does he get off, though? Well, he breaks for lunch at noon. Oh, so there we go. Perfect. But I don't know if they sell hash browns past 11 o'clock. Oh, right. It'd be like the scene in Big Daddy when, they, when they're when they walking yeah. out, and then they talk to uh, Steve Buscemi when he's the hobo. Right. And he's like, yeah, they stopped serving breakfast at 11. And he's like, just dumbfounded by it. There should be more 24-hour breakfast options. Yes. In more places. I the, love when places are just like all-day breakfast. I'm instantly like... I don't care what fucking time it is. You know I'm what, having all day breakfast. You know what has all day breakfast? What's Denny's. And W. And W. Do, do they? At least the one in the park does. Most diners do. Yeah. Like they, you can always kind of get the big. I like. I'm a. I'm a sucker for just a good Grand Slam breakfast. Get lots of bacon, lots of eggs, lots of sausage, hmm. some toast, and maybe some pancakes that I always eat. Like one out of the six they bring me, and then I'm like, I can't eat any anymore. <laughs> I do like toast. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is that an insider? Yes, very much so. Stupid. You know what people love about listening to podcasts? Hearing inside Insiders? jokes they don't know. Yeah. We do it all the time. Yeah, That's we're real we bad for it. Probably, you probably wouldn't have even known. So if you, Scott, if you didn't call it out, we would know. Oh, just no. We would have moved along. The way he, like, the I little smile <laughs> that Warren made yeah. made me go, That's an insider right there. Yeah. Brando, you ever have the Grand Slamwich? Uh, I have. It's, I have had, I don't, I don't love it. I like to eat my Grand Slam ingredients separately. Yeah. Not uh, all combined into one. If I was going to get everything all mashed into one, I'd probably get like a meat lover skillet. Mm. That's all right. I'm a sucker for an omelet every now and then too, but I none of that pepper shit. Get that fucking shit out of there. Yeah, it's not a yeah, Oh, you don't like, like green peppers, peppers red they peppers? Overpower, the whole thing tastes like peppers then. It's sure. ruined. 
If I want to have point. peppers, I'll have peppers. I want them in my eggs. You'll have you, if you want to have peppers, you'll just have peppers. Although the one thing that we'll disagree on is that I like onions, and, and I know you don't like onions. I don't mind onions in some stuff mm. when I can't taste the onions. That's fair. Yeah, they pop the flavor on a lot of stuff. That's right. If they're just pop, if they're just in there popping flavor, just enough. If they're right. just buffing the other food, yeah. then I'm all in. It's when they fucking. Slap a whole bunch oh, of yeah. deep fried onions on my cheeseburger where I'm like, all I can taste yeah. is onions. Yeah, because then that's... it goes from buffing the flavors yeah. to it just debuffs the whole meal. Yeah, I don't absolutely. like fried onions either. They gotta be raw. Yeah. Like diced raw yeah, onions I, sprinkled I, I, on there. Unless well, like it's like steak or better. something like that, maybe. Maybe. Even then, you don't I'm want not steak. crazy about and it. You may, like, cook it maybe with onions, that's fine, but I don't want the onions to come with the steak. Mm. You don't want the, when they present it to you, for yeah. the onion to be there? Right. I like mushrooms with my steak, actually. Yeah. Yeah, oh, mushrooms yeah. hit the spot. Throw a some mushrooms bit of applesauce on, on there, too. Sure. I hate applesauce. On apple the sauce. side, though. Oh. I want to monitor oh, yeah. my... Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Don't put that shit on there. Yeah. No, no, no. That's for me to do. Yeah. yeah. I know what I want. Not an applesauce fan. No, I got to... Uh, when I was a child, my parents would trick me into taking med- like pills and medication or whatever. Uh, oh, using applesauce. Applesauce, and then just it became repulsive to me to the point of I would puke up whatever, and then the pill would come out too. Good. My mom would go off the like the floor and like find the pill and like put it in more applesauce. It's terrible. My mom used to have to like crush up pills and put them in water, uh, so that what? I would take them. Why wouldn't they just give you the? Tasty banana medicine, like kids always. It doesn't get. work. No, this is when it I was like work, a hella man. constipated child, and I had to yeah, have like you the new, big guns. For I had to, I had to have like new experimental drugs, and mm. I wouldn't take the water, and I'd be like, "No, it tastes like pills." My mom's like, "No, it doesn't taste like fucking anything. It's just water with a little <laughs> bit of powder in it." I remember you. Did you guys have the banana medicine? No, no. I went. Uh, we were more of a watermelon. Mm. Yeah, but we always had the banana medicine when I was a kid, and. Uh, I remember like turning 13 and I had an ear infection uh-huh. and being like, oh, sweet, fucking banana medicine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we go to the doctor. I'm all fired up. My dad's in there with me, whatever. And he's like, okay, I'm going to write you this prescription for antibiotic. They're pills. You got to take them two times a day. And I'm like, oh, and I didn't say anything because I was still like nervous about being around the doctor or whatever. And I yeah. like looked at my dad and came this like, that's yeah. not the banana. And he like asked, he's like, well, can we just like, he really likes the banana medicine. Can we give him that instead? And he's like. Well, for a kid your age and a kid your size, we'd probably need to give you a four-liter milk jug worth of it. And I'm like, that's fine. I'll, I'll do that. I'm totally fine with that. And he's like, no, they won't do that. Oh. I'll never forget that. That's weird. That, that's still etched Assholes. in my brain. Why can't they make good, powerful banana medicine? Right. Like, just up the dosage, but keep the flavor there. Right. That's all you need. Exactly. Even if it's a little bit worse. Even if you're like, sure. there's not as much banana flavor. Right. That's still better than there's whatever the fuck they're making yeah. now. Cure everything. Banana medicine. That's true. Ah, I miss it. You guys ever have to take salt water to uh, get rid of a canker sore? Yes. Ooh. That always I don't know if I've ever had a canker sore in my life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because you need, it needs to be a really nasty one. Otherwise, they just heal themselves. Right. But yeah, I've had some, mine wasn't even a canker sore. It was, I like bailed when I was roller skating and kind of cut the inside of my lip. Not too bad, but like, oh yeah, you don't want to get infected. So you got to put some salt water in there. Mm. And fuck did that hurt. And it tasted awful. Yeah. I've now had we're to... talking about it, I, I'm almost like biting a hole through my lip, like yeah. right where I would do that normally. I didn't like that. I used to do it because of stress, I think. Uh, I used to, my mom had this trick where if you started feeling sick or like throat tingling, whatever, yeah. gargle some salt water. And I swear to God, it works every time. Sure. But it tastes just awful. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's pretty it gross. Because it, it has to be warm water, too. So Ex- it's yes. warm, yes. salty I forgot about that water. Part. <laughs> Gross. And it's not even like a hint of salt. It's no, like all it's a the lot salt. of salt. Like, like take the box of salt that you use to fill up your shakers yeah. and dump half that some bitch in like a glass of water. Yeah. 
gross. We would use gross. like a small, like not a teacup, but just like a small, like like a coffee mug almost. Yeah. And then we'd put like a fourth of the cup is salt. And then everything else is hot or warm water. And you're like, holy shit, like this is overpowering. It's the worst. The worst. The worst. Okay, we've talked about a lot of things already. Uh, Brando, what's new with you? Uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> um, I uh, played a lot of Doom. Yeah, you're right into the Doom. Yeah, I'm playing it uh, out in the main room on your Xbox whenever you're not home. And just kind of sneak out there and turn it on as soon as you go to work. Mm. Like a small child. <laughs> um, oh, Warren's gone. I'm going to go play Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that game's really good. Yeah. That game, when people said they were making a new Doom game, I'm like, that's dumb. No one gives a shit about Doom anymore. Mm. And then it turns out this game is really good. Uh, other than that, nothing. You and me are kind of playing phone tag with the landlord, trying to get our fucking... Yeah, we get a re-up. We gotta get a re-up. We're hoping that our rent is not as expensive because our uh, building seems like it's half empty. Uh, one more year. Uh, that's yeah. my Barack Obama. One more year. <laughs> Hashtag one more year. <laughs> Uh, we should get that trending. We should. One more year. Primrose Apartments. Yeah. Hashtag one more year. <laughs> we'll, we'll find your landlord's Twitter handle. We'll we'll spam uh, him. I doubt she is. Based on her emailing skills. I'm it's not a very good email. Oh, jeez. She doesn't have a Twitter account. Uh, finally finished uh, my uh, Game of Thrones books. Yes. Oh, the, was like your, all, your, all five of them. Summer project. Yeah. I was legitimately trying to remember. I was like, when did I start this first book? Because I like remember yeah. sitting down on the couch when you were playing video games, being like, "I want to start fucking reading these some bitches." The, the show was still coming out when you started reading, I think. Like the, yeah, the episodes, I think you're right? Yeah. So and it was like the second to last, maybe third to last episode. Yeah, I got through there pretty. It quick. It was right around the hold the door thing. Right. I remember yeah, that being big, the and then you started reading, and yes, yes. yeah, you're probably right. So that would have been in the summer, mm. in the spring, in the summer, into spring, beginning of summer. Yeah. I got He's through right. them pretty good. I was reading about one a month, mm. I think. Are you a Game of Thrones fan, Scotty? Um, no. I have yeah, like I, mean, uh, I had a friend lend me the first season of the show, mm-hmm. and it sat on my coffee table for like a year and a half. Then one time he came over, he's like, oh, dude, like, he saw it. He's like, are you watching it? And I was like, no. Nope. And I was like, <laughs> at this point, like, I've got a couple people who are like, you should watch it. So a lot of people are recommending American Horror Story. And I'm like, okay, well, if you watch it with me, I'll do it. Because then it's like, because the episodes are what, like 50 minutes? Yeah, they're long. Some yeah. of them are an hour. I feel like that would be fun to like have wine or drink beer with and then like mm. ask questions with someone who's a lot more knowledgeable. Sure. So. It's also the reason I never want to watch really good shows with people is because they will eventually have to do something and I will want to be like, well, okay, you go do that. I want to watch these eight episodes today. I'm now gone. with American Horror Story Hotel. Yeah. I've got a girl I'm watching episodes with. Ooh. And then, is this the same ooh. girl that you went on a date with last week? It's one of two girls. Oh, oh Scotty. Sewing them oats. Yeah. yeah. Playing that field. I know. I have to figure out which girl to ask to the hockey game on Saturday. Oh. Ooh. Gonna you be. Can, you decision get, time. Yeah. yeah it, essentially, this is the decision. No. Whoever you pick we'll here, be talking you... about this on your wedding night. I can probably play. Hockey I could have probably other girl, keep Scotty. playing this field, even though that sounds really bad. Because the nice thing is, both these girls know I was in a relationship for, like, seven years. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, no, it's cool. Like, take your time. There hasn't been a lot of time of you being just Scotty. It's always Scotty and someone. So it's like, okay, cool. Scotty's going to, this is going to end up in a threesome. I'm calling it now. Oh, yeah. Scotty's going to get the fucking belt. Yeah. Before maybe. any of us get the Oh, there's a good How I Met Your Mother reference there. Yeah. And wrestling. Yeah, whoa. It loops it all right back. All comes yeah. full circle. I like that they use the real old school, like, oh, yeah. the winged eagle, winged eagle yeah. belt. In that belt's badass. That is good. Back to Brandon's week. 
Uh, you, you yeah, no, that, that was uh, that was pretty much it. Uh, yeah. I went and saw, um, uh, Deepwater Horizon. Mm. The uh, is a Mark Wahlberg uh, oil field or uh, oil rig, Deepwater oil rig disaster movie. Uh, that movie is really good. Mm. Apparently, I didn't even know the whole time I was watching it until the very end that it was like the big Gulf of Mexico oil spill, the like the famous oh, one that's with the all the birds. Yeah, with all the birds. Interesting. With the oil all over them and then the, the, the dove, dove commercials. commercials yeah <laughs> and i was just like oh this is like right at the end of the movie you're supposed to know the whole time right at the end i was like oh this is that but that's what happened <laughs> mark someone... Wahlberg caused all the goddamn birds to get <laughs> oil on them bitch i can't believe somebody fucking like sold the movie rights to this like a world tragedy happens and like some movie studios like we got the rights we'll make yeah. money millions that's exactly it it was a good movie that's good i'll probably watch that at some point yeah uh, I got nothing this week, boys. I th- there was no strippers, there was no midgets, there was well nothing. How did you even survive? I got nothing to tell you about. I played some Overwatch, mm-hmm. as um, we do. I'm real close to finally getting 100 percent on Assassin's Creed on the Black Flags. Yeah, you, like, you got you poured some hours into that game. Fuck me. Um, yeah, that's it. That I got nothing. So let's let's just slide yeah, on over probably the news. Spend lots of time talking about bullshit food. Right. And- That's why I let that go on. I didn't I didn't reel that in today because I knew that I didn't have, have my, anything. You like, didn't ah. have my home run of a story to offer like I do every week. That's what I bring to the podcast. Is my yeah. My now that we're are- done that segment, I guess you can just get to stepping. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we do have lots of news to talk about, so why don't we why don't we do that now? And now, Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. We're embarrassed. <laughs> We, uh, I guess we're going to start off. You with... just pick one. You just pick one and let's do let's it. Let's do the stabbings yeah, first. That's what, we're, that's what we're going to. All right. Uh, two people got stabbed. Yep. The no. one... Oh, it's going to be like, not in the same incident. At least two people got stabbed. We only know of two. Um, Jamie Noble. Like, badly. Dude. Yeah. Outside his trailer park. Which in his trailer park I, outside like, his trailer. I was I when reading that story. Yeah. I was even when I texted you guys. I was hesitant to text you guys because I was like, is this a satire news site? No, <laughs> no, is this yeah. like is this, are they going for a like storyline thing here? Because there's right. no way this guy actually still lives in a mobile home. Right. This man has been paid but, a lot of money. Wide. Apparently, yeah, that's what happened. He was driving home from somewhere after a long drive. Uh, the guy accused him of cutting him off, and he said it was entirely possible because he was so tired and apologized. And then they jumped him, stabbed him, I think, twice, and once in the was back, like, yeah, yeah, an inch away from his spine that ended up puncturing his lung, and it then collapsed, and yeah. it got bad. But apparently, he's doing okay. Thank yes. God. Thank God. I just love the fact that like he's keeping the gimmick alive. No kidding, hey. <laughs> like, that's like the, obviously not great. He got stabbed, no, but like, but that is kind of the takeaway of like, the story. Yeah, is like, that this man sh- actually lives in a mobile home. Yeah, which is awesome. I love it. Uh, another guy, allegedly, got stabbed. Right, right. Has the scars to prove it. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, Alberto Del Rio, uh, was uh, reported first before we knew he was uh, stabbed. 
uh, as missing a triple-A Hosho. Uh, was it a Hosho? Triple-A Heroes Immortals show. I think it was, I don't know if it was, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't sure. know if they have Hoshos yeah. for the Mexican promotion. I'm not sure. Anyway, I, I it, was it was a big show. event. Yeah. Um, and his first, I believe, for them. Right. Uh, no showed for that. Eventually posted a statement along with a photo showing he had been cut several times on the arm and the top of his head. Uh, says he was attacked after he finished eating at a restaurant. Later claimed that he never called AAA because he lost his phone after being attacked. A likely story. Yeah, I was going to say, because, like, Nobles has, a, like, a hospital report of him checking in and getting, like, you know, sewn up and that lung fixed up, as well as there's a police report attached to that. There's none of that for ADR's story. Well, and, like, really? Like, you couldn't just get... Somebody's got to have a phone around you. Yeah. Everyone's got a fucking phone. Like, at some point, do you just say, hey, can you call the guys and let them know I'm not going to be there because I know that it's a big deal that I let them know ahead of time? And AAA was salty about it, too. They were like, he said he was going to be here the day beforehand Yeah. to go over some stuff. And he never showed up for that. And then, I guess, the morning of, he got stabbed or whatever. Exactly. So he no-showed the, yeah, the night before. He no-showed the meeting. And so. this is after last year, him leaving that promotion without dropping the title before he left. Oh, yeah, the mega championship or whatever? And they still welcomed him back with open arms and said, sure, Birdie, come on home. And then here we are. So uh, MLW, a radio station that Alberto Del Rio is apparently friendly with, yeah. uh, reported that uh, it was a fender bender. Uh, and then the, the guys uh, got out and attacked him and that there were witnesses who saw what happened. Uh, the incident took place in San Antonio, but uh, nothing has been reported in the local news there. And there is nothing about the story coming from the San Antonio Police Department. All right. Leo Riano, writer for record.com.mx.fun.cool. The last two are fake. Okay. I was like um, making a face. <laughs> Says that he talked to Alberto and the story he told is different. Said uh, yeah. Alberto told him that the attacker was a homeless drunk man and Paige was there and she was punched. Uh, he says Alberto tended to Paige while the attacker got away. Also, know. there was no mention of a car accident. Okay, this Something seems super sick. None of the stories I had read or seen Paige was present or even knew. I haven't seen Paige tweet about it or anything. No, she hasn't commented at all. AKA, it didn't happen. Or, or... Was it like a domestic issue between the two of them? And he's just trying to protect Paige so she doesn't get any shit. Paige stabbed cl- He's claiming it was a homeless man and not Paige that stabbed him. Right. right. Why wouldn't saying, you just tell the same lie every time? Right. Yeah. Pick a lane. This is why people get in trouble. <laughs> exactly. No, it's not hard. Oh, man. No, I'm, I'm going to sound like a terrible person here. But it's not hard to keep your story straight. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Or at least it shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, three honest gentlemen like us would never have any yeah. reason to... El Anstio. Seth Rollins, the mere presence of him has incited a riot. Yes. In Chile. This happened today, like this morning. <laughs> uh, WWE fans in Chile nearly started a mall riot today at a signing for Seth Rollins, and the ensuing chaos forced the architect to quickly get out of Dodge. This story is posted by Ryan Satan or Satin? Ryan Satan. Satan? Of Pro Wrestling Sheet. That's the one. Thank you, Scotty. He's a credible wrestling journalist. Yes. Sorry, you I got do, your uh, name wrong. Do you see the video of it? No. It's terrifying. Oh, really? Is he like, just is he just like, oh, fuck this? You can't. I think he had already been pulled out of there by, by the, the time, time the, the video, video started. started yeah. But it's like literally can of sardines in this mall 
you can see the escalator is packed in the background, yeah. and like the guys in the front just look like have this par- terrified look because they're just getting pushed, yeah. and they can't move anywhere, and they're just like trying not to fall down and get stamped or stampeded on. Essentially, yeah. like Jesus, it was it was pretty heat. scary. Yeah. Man has heat. Okay, have you guys seen the thing where Seth Rollins is banned from music festivals? Yeah, that's such a funny. What is that? Is that just an inside joke? Yeah. Is he inciting riots there? Because he's friends with guys in bands? Probably. Okay, because it'll just be like items you can't bring in. And it's like, of course, like no drugs, no outside alcohol. And then it's like WWE wrestling superstar, Seth Rollins. And you're like, what? And it's like, it's really weird. I check your bag for Seth Rollins at the door. I think that'll stop now that he's a baby face. I think that was just because he was a heel that they were going with that. But who knows? I was going to say, did they riot in Chile because he was a heel? Uh, well, he's maybe the news hasn't reached them yet. Part of the problem is that this is Chile's too small for all those people. It's true, they're all in a bad mood, hot and sweaty. Yeah, they're all disgusting for anything. Uh, sources tell us uh, Rollins was only sources tell us, not us, us. but us (laughs) was only able to sign autographs and take pictures for about 10 minutes before crowd excitement became too much, and the former champ had to leave the Costanera Center. Good. Uh, well, I wanted at what point where they were like, oh, no, it's cool. It's still cool. Okay, it's too much. We got to go. Yeah, oh, and then they like started what, looting a store. What's the breaking point? For... You saw somebody throw a garbage can through a locker in the distance, and they were yeah, like, all right, uh, we got to roll. There it is. Yeah. We want the curb stomp. Bring <laughs> back the curb stomp. That's what they were riding over. You think they have foot lockers in Chile? Uh, they have El Footy. We should ask Hernan, the guy that's right behind you, because he's from Chile. We'll hey. ask him later. You have Foot Locker? That's probably going to be racist, but that's okay. I don't think that's that racist. Say do they, just in case he's not from Chile. Then you could just say it's a trivia question. Just be like, hey, don't know if you knew. Does Chile have Foot Locker? (laughs) We'll find out. Although uh, the follow-up question from him will be like, why? Because you're a knowledgeable man. He's older than me. Because you have ugly (laughs) shoes. Yeah, he knows things. (laughs) This is a shot at your footwear. (laughs) Do they have foot lockers in Chile? Oh, shit. <laughs> this um, is like the your despicable thing from last week. WWE superstar Eric Rowan is expected to miss four to six months after undergoing surgery on a torn rotator cuff. All the wrestlers tear their rotator cuff. Yeah, no kidding. And he's had like a bad streak of injuries over the, well, since he's been on the main roster pretty much. Mm-hmm. This is like his second or third now with like extended absences. So, right. Yeah, I guess that explains why they didn't have him really do anything two weeks ago. Just kind of lurking in the shadows. Yeah, kept uh. him protected, no physical contact. And he so. wasn't on SmackDown this week. No, and neither was Luke Harper. Oh. I thought for sure that I was like, okay, this is perfect. You bring in Harper. No. Also, we didn't talk about what yeah, we were watching Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I, I thought of it three times last week at separate times, but didn't want to bring it up because it didn't make sense, and now I kept forgetting. Uh, we were watching the pay-per-view. Which was NATO or Clash of Champions, right? And they put up the it's the Hell in a Cell, the first time that they've put up a video for Hell in a Cell, uh-huh. and it's this dark, ominous music, and lights are low, and you just kind of I think you see like a figure, whatever, yeah. and the letter H comes up, and I'm like ready to throw my hat. I'm like, oh fuck, Harper's like it was A the, coming back and B getting his own vignette. I'm like what the fuck? It was one of those Ouija boards, yeah, where the fucking thing gets like. Pushed and it over went to the H. H. And I'm like, oh. And we, me and Ward were saying, oh, this is Luke Harper. This is Luke Harper. Before the Ouija board even started moving. Right. And, then to to H. Be, and, yeah. then and then it went to H. And then it went to H. And we're like, oh, it's him. And then it went to ELL. And we're like, oh, hell in a cell. God damn it. It was the worst. That would be a cool way to bring Harper back. Ouija board shit. I'm in. 
Uh, you guys want, uh, I went uh, out on a limb and got you all some TNA news because I know you crave it. Sure. You know I do. The only reason it went across my radar is because it's also WWE news. Um, Damn it. The WWE, or TNA continues to exist. We got that funding thing straightened out. Well, not straightened out. We've delayed what may be the inevitable. They, had, they came up with some enough money to do some more tapings. At the very last minute from what I heard, too. Like and, it but was nobody Friday. knows whose money this is. It's confirmed yeah. it wasn't Billy Corgan putting in money because everyone thought it'd be Billy Corgan would fund the event. It's Vince. It very well could <laughs> be. Like him being like, ah, fucking go on with your event. You already, like, you already built it up. It's like poking the, the dying... Ah, ah, ah. It's like a Dance balloon for me longer. Yeah, like yeah it's like a balloon that's got most of its arrow. Yeah, occasionally, yeah, exactly. gives it a little blow. Yeah, just enough, just uh, a little blow. Anyway, yeah. they still seem like they're probably on the way out. You don't know. They got to come up with some real actual money. But apparently, according to Jim Ross, WWE is uh, very heavily pursuing buying the tape library, but not the promotion. So. If this all works out the way we think it's going to work out, mm-hmm. it should be a great thing for everyone involved. Yes. In that Dixie Carter. Done. She's out done. Yep. She gets the money that she wants. Good riddance. Yep. Billy Corgan, in theory, will get this tape money from Vince McMahon and then use that to supplement whatever money he has to, to buy TNA. Yep. And Vince McMahon says, the hell with the fucking brand i don't care give me all your tna tapes yeah. billy corgan's like take them i'm rebooting the whole thing anyway. yeah i'm we're rebranding gonna, it anyway yeah we're not going to talk about past champions and past events anyway it's going to be a whole new thing so i think this is a great idea me too as this, someone who literally doesn't give a shit it if TNA does seem like best case scenario for everyone involved at this yeah. point uh funny thing they're going to get paid a lot for that tape library apparently i don't know if this is accurate but you get like f- for every hour worth of stuff that they're buying is like $550. That's insane. Exactly. Considering they've been on like just their TV show alone. At the same time, that's probably just peanuts to Vince. He's probably like, yep, what, how much sure. does he want? He's like, yeah, well, okay. what, what's it, what's it in total? And they give him like whatever grand. Eight or, billion dollars. What, yeah. Oh, Here's okay. nine. Keep the change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Just fucking, I'll write you a check. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds like. Um, like I said, I'm not, I don't follow TNA, but it would be really cool if, you know, business sense thing worked out, things worked out positive for all parties. Cause it seems like that never happens. BFG was, or Bound for Glory was pretty decent this year Yeah, was, compared to last year. Well, true. Last year. Uh, was, tell us about it, Scotty. I will. Let me pull up my Bound for Glory. So guys, how many people do you think were there in attendance? Uh, 17. Well, it's in the impact zone, so it can't be much. I'm going to say, uh, 1600. Less. 17. Less. 900. More. 1,200. 1,100. All right. Uh, okay, so going on with the thing. Uh, DZ, d- the thing. The thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I, it wasn't a real pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? I heard a lot of people paid actual money. They're like, this is the last time TNA's doing a pay-per-view. I'll give them my 40 bucks. Yeah, and I get that. It's the nostalgia thing, right? There was fans. There was diehards of TNA, as weird as that sounds, so... I get the people being like, ah, okay, we'll pet the dying dog one last time before we take him <laughs> we'll behind the, the shed. And it's going to be, before we load the everyone's going to show up to these shows hoping to be like, yeah, we saw the last TNA show. Yeah. And then because they keep showing up to these shows, they're going to keep it's doing not the shows. Last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, our ratings are really spiked lately. <laughs> <laughs> our viewership is better than ever. 
Uh, so let's fly through the card. Uh, DJ Z defeated Trevor Lee to retain his X Division Championship. That DJ Z gimmick is like it's it's weird. People really like it though. It's kind of like when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of like Naomi's, but not as good." <laughs> That's what. Uh, you know, Naomi stole it. that from a girl in the Indies in New York. Good for her. With the uh, the black light and all the dancing and whatnot. Sure. Hundred percent from a girl in the New York Indies. Uh, way she goes. Uh, Eli Drake won uh, an elimination Bound for Glory gauntlet match. Uh, so he gets just like a number one contender shot now. Okay. Uh, he won by last eliminating former Brodus Clay, a.k.a. Tyrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moose defeated Mike Bennett. Uh, that match was actually pretty solid. Really? I heard some people saying that it wasn't maybe the best matchup for Moose. Because he actually had to wrestle and not go like fly through a guy? Well, that, that, that was kind of the true. thing. Yeah. Moose actually had a competitive match first, you know. Just giving him somebody. Just fucking can... clothesline, clothesline, spear, he wins. Mm. Okay. Aaron Rex, a.k.a. Damian Sandow, defeated Eddie Edwards by a split okay. decision to and win the inaugural Impact Grand Championship. In a match in which the lights went out in the middle of. Which and, uh, yeah. And outstanding. There was a pay your light bill <laughs> chant that went on for a while. Well, the weirdest thing about that happening in a wrestling ring is that when lights go out, wrestling fans think, oh, shit, who's coming? Uh, what's going on? Undertaker. Who's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just the spotlight comes on. It's like, oh. It's oh, that was just a <laughs> light it's issue. It's a hush, like, oh. There, there, oh. There's like a solid like seven seconds of black before that light comes on, too. And then it's just the one shitty spotlight. And then yeah. there's like wrestling. Uh, Some poor sucker up in the rafters using it like, I've never turned this thing on in my life. <laughs> yeah, I know. It felt like they had trouble turning it on because it took them a little bit. They probably have to like crank it manually to get any power. Broken TNA. The Broken Hardy Brothers defeated Decay in the Great War to win the TNA World Tag Team Championship. That was actually pretty good. I was entertained by it. I watched that whole match. It was the longest match of the night. Yes. It was was like, it safe to say that they are three 26. for three on their dumb shit being entertaining? Yep, they they, they they know the pattern. They know what they want out of it, and they have done that same thing three times. So if you liked the, the first business. one, you probably like the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, they're, hands down, Matt Hardy's shit is the best part of yes. Impact. And I, I, you know what? I really, really like the Lake of Reincarnation. That's such a simple thing to do. And like how they had that bucket. This is where Willow came from? Where he dumps yeah. it on Jeff, and then he becomes that, uh, what the fuck is the name of that character that he ran anyway willow that? no 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 who's the other one that he was when he was throwing the pumpkins shit um oh they literally threw the pumpkins ig- ignat ignat oh fuck I can't it's something that. weird like yeah. that they use a uh, lot of words that i've never heard before it was when he he worked that in their promotion omega uh before their wwe days or in the time between wwe and tna or something they yeah had their own promotion. they're in omega with their own company why were they throwing pumpkins uh billy corgan Oh, that's clever. I honestly think that's literally what that was. I don't know if that was his gimmick also, was that he was just a guy that threw pumpkins at people. But I honestly think that they just gave him pumpkins to throw at people. gimmick infringing the Hobgoblin from yeah, Spider-Man. Exactly. Uh, Gail Kim defeated Maria Kanellis to win the TNA Knockouts Champion, as well as Gail Kim went into the TNA Hall of Fame. Yeah, and they brought out uh, Awesome Kong, who looks way different. Really? Or was that on TNA last week? That no, I think that was on Bound for Glory. I'm just, it's all kind of fuzzy. Different how? They, uh, she, she looks like, you ever watched um, Cosby Show? Yep. She looked like Claire Huxtable. Like her hair was all <laughs> Oh, like, like all done up real nice? Yeah. What a oh. reference. Um, and who else? They, they brought out somebody else, didn't they? Oh, T- uh, Taryn Terrell. Oh, yeah, Taryn Terrell. Very pregnant. Okay. And the weirdest part is, so she references her, her, uh, 
she said Trish. Okay, that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You were in WWE, right? You give love there. I think she said Lita. Yeah. And then she said Victoria. Wow. Who was in TNA and you under the call name her Tara, Tara, but she still called her Victoria. It's like, come on. I think she's still better well known as Victoria. I guess, but still, why would you use their name when you have, anyways. Well, and in your main event, Bobby Lashley beat EC3 and defended his TNA World Heavyweight Championship in a no-holds-bar match. I watched a bit of that, too. Uh, Bobby Lashley isn't Tough horrible look. anymore. He isn't horrible? No, I actually I never thought he was awful, but I also didn't really know what was good back when he was wrestling. It's a heel character that he's working with now, and it's it's not bad. He's stronger oh, on the mean, mic. Oh, than, I see. I was thinking just been. in the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, his in ring hasn't changed that much. Mm-hmm. It's a little more MMA style than it was in yeah. WWE. Yeah. But aside from that, no, him being like a character in his yeah, mic no, work you're right. he has gotten good. better. And they call him Lashley the Destroyer because he just runs through everybody. Good. Even when he has competitive matches, he makes people look like shit. And they seem to be going him and Moose, it seems like. Yeah, it seems like that's what bit. the next big program will be. Yeah. I have oh. one more news story. Oh. This is a big one. Okay. WWE announced Wednesday that Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella are expecting their first child. That's right. Baby Bry. That's uh, There's a whole article on this, but I'm going to just leave it at that. because right. That is the know. news part of it. I watched yes. the first episode of... Total Bellas this morning. Ooh, how was it? John Awful. Cena's a douche. Good. Yeah. He's just like, all right, gra- like they're like having this nice dinner, and he's like, all right, ground rules: you may not do this in my house. You may not do this. Um, like, do not leave towels on the floor. Mm-hmm. Make your bed every day. It is expected. It's like, is John Cena going up to everyone's room and being like, uh, Bree and Daniel, could you come up here? Mm. Uh, what is that? That not made bed? Yeah. You can take care of that. <laughs> okay. So here's where I fall on this. I think. It is not too much to ask that if someone's moving in with you, you have some overly strict ground rules because you got to be able to live with it. You're doing them a favor. Sure. At the same time, I think if you're giving them a room, they They're should be able in to the do... guest house. They're not even in the same house. Okay. They're across like a big lawn. Mm, guest house might be different. Mm. I was like going to say, if rules... you have a bedroom, you fucking do whatever you want. Yeah. No, one of the rules As long is... as there's not like a biohazard in there. Yeah. Right. Then... As long as there's not disease. Yeah. One of the rules that is sense. that they can't, um, like, Josie the dog or whatever. Yeah. She's not allowed in the, the normal house. The little pug or whatever. Yeah. A little bulldog, British bull, or French bulldog or whatever. Yeah. Ask him about Illy Chan. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him about El Foot Locker. If you're hearing noises, it's just because I'm in the room with a microwave. El Footy. And uh, <laughs> I think it's funny that we have microwave noises, man. I wasn't going to ask him. I can't just break in right in now and ask him. He looks like the kind of guy who'd chop at Foot Locker and Chili, though, if they had it. He totally knew, too, because he was laughing when he went by the window. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Um, What are we talking about? (laughs) Oh, Total Bellas. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. John Cena's like, there's times where he says some really funny shit, and you're like, oh, I wish he would show this side on there. But, like, he just seemed, like, overly strict about his house. I mean, it's a really nice house. Yeah, well. That's true. You put the money in. You know what rubs me wronger than that, though? Wronger. John Laurinaitis just looking right at the camera and smiling all the time. That's his character. I know, Pretty but like, it's supposed to be this reality run. show. He just constantly looks at the camera and smiles. I swear, he's one scene away from just like giving a quick wave to the camera. Hey, mom. He's such a dork. Like he, yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah, I hate him. Uh, okay, a couple things I want to talk about. Goldberg rumors ramping up. Uh, right. Again, there, uh, there's rumors now saying that it could be him and Lesnar. At Survivor Series, yes. he since kind of kiboshed that, saying he just had two knee surgeries, that there'd be no way that he could go and work in November. But 
That could be a work in itself. Denying it. Uh, and then even uh, it was Heyman, I think, tweeted something out today saying, please don't confuse the virtual reality of the video game with the real life and yeah. kind of working some stuff. So that could just be Heyman working Twitter because he's really good at Always doing that. Always doing that, yeah. Yeah, he's good at working uh, that. Crowd. So there is that to keep footy, an eye on. Footy. Uh, there's also uh, the, the Ric Flair story that broke this past week. Where he, on his podcast, which I think is called Woo Nation or something really dumb. Woo Nation. He said that uh, Halle Berry had taken a ride on Space Mountain. Oh, right. Meaning that he had had the sexual intercourse with Halle Berry, in which Halle came out and her people said no. No. She didn't even know who this guy was. She had to look him up. Oh, come on. Disrespectful at that point. You don't Uh, know who Rick is. This thing has blown up. Like, I saw on. you know the talk, which is like another mm-hmm. version of the view. It's got Sharon Osbourne on there. Yeah, uh, they were talking about it this. Does week. have Julie Chen from? I don't know who that. Is. I think that brother. one's the view. Oh, that's the view. Uh, yeah, so they were talking about it and probably shaming Flair for. You know how this is going to end, and this is a horrible thing to say, but I know Sex this is tape. how this is going to end: is that he's going to come out and say, "Yeah, I, I did. I had sex with this woman. This is Halle Berry, and it's going to be another black actress." Oh, and no. And then people are going to be like, oh, you're a racist. Oh, no. Well, you got the... to imagine he shows it to someone else first who know. can then be like, no. that's not Halle Berry. Blair's done some It's like things. how Bret Hart's podcast got scrapped after like 14 episodes because he would just go on there and say anything he wanted, like be like real salty Bret Hart about shit. And then it was like, mm. it was like on MLW and MLW is like, we have to pull your show. Like you, you don't let us know in advance what you're going to say, even like mildly. Because, like, Brett will be talking about, like, Kurt events, and then he'll just go on a rant about, like, fuck Seth Rollins. Hmm. He doesn't like Seth Rollins. No, he really does not like Seth um, Rollins. Obviously, every news story, a bunch of different angles, everyone's got their own of opinion course. on it. I'm going to sit here and say, I think Halle Berry and Ric Flair had sex. Yeah, I'm going to start spreading that rumor around. I don't know. I feel like that's a, a weird step down for Halle Berry. I don't know. That's think, an old man but to what have if sex it, with. But what if it was when he was, like... Like forty, and she was like twenty. When you when when is he's that right? 40, Does that math that... check out? I don't know how old she is. He's got to be like forty now. Distract the people. Okay. Okay. When you say Ric Flair is forty, do you mean like the evolution run in WWE? Like is that still... what he when he was forty? I think he's he like doing? I think he's in his forties there. The I might problem be... is Ric Flair looked sixty when it was like nineteen eighty three. Yeah, exactly. He always looked older. Yeah. But like that run, hair. like aside from him being on TV and being like part of an, a big faction with gold, uh. Ric Flair looked like shit on TV then. Halle Bear, uh Ric Flair was seventeen when Halle Berry was born. Halle Berry is fifty, he is sixty seven. This is plausible by Brando's okay. math. Yeah. So I'm thinking Halle Berry's let's say twenty ish. So when she's thirty seven. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it's, I think Ric Flair's big deal. He's huge in pop culture. I She's guess that's just not that bad. That's yeah, not he, as big a gap as I thought there was. No. Well, Who maybe, wouldn't? maybe. Who wouldn't I say? May, maybe. Uh, what was the other He's thing stealing. I want to talk about? Uh, oh, well, let's wait. Hold on. Halle Berry had some low points in her career. Like you know when Catwoman came Here out. We go. Maybe she like hooked up with an old famous guy because she was feeling bad about her career because Catwoman bombed. That's true. Could be. She was in Swordfish. Uh, she knew. Uh, Yes, oh, that's what rest. I was going to say. Uh, and also Flintstones she was in. Oh, The live action? The one? live action Flintstones. I don't remember her in that. Yeah, she was the secretary. Huh. Oh, okay. I was like, she played Betty or Wilma? No, she was the secretary. She caused some trouble hmm. in that one with the the, the, mar- the relationship. Right. Her and Fred got a little too close. She was also Ooh. a Bond girl in one of the... 
all yeah, the movies. Yeah, yeah, in the in the one where they race out of the iceberg Tomorrow or whatever the fuck was going. Tomorrow on never dies. Is that the one? Hell, it's gone. It was a Pierce Brosnan one. Fuck that food smells good that he just cooked in here. What do you think he made? Chili food. It uh, actually smells like chili. Like, no joke. <laughs> How funny would that be? Oh, chili. maybe that's why he laughed when I said, ask him about the Illy Che. <laughs> maybe. He's like, oh, he knows I'm cooking chili. Uh, okay, last bit of news here. Uh, in a surprise to absolutely no one, WWE is not too happy about the idea of this uh, planned Chris Benoit biopic. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> yeah. Because they are planning on showing, apparently, according to this report that is from Jeremy Thomas. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say where he's from. It just says his name. It's his uh, own blog. They are. The movie is likely to show drug use, possible steroid use, and use CTE as a possible explanation as to why Benoit snapped. And WWE's not happy with that. So there's nothing they can do about it. God damn it! Don't let them make the movie. Yeah, unless like, like they can't. Obviously, they can keep him from using any Benoit footage. Right. And there's nothing they can do about. They can't prevent them from doing a story about Chris Benoit. But can they? They probably wouldn't be able to reference the WWE in any way either then. You just say oh, yeah, he's totally. wrestling for a federation. You don't have to say what federation. And you can totally say you, he was wrestling for the WWE. That's factually yeah. correct. Yeah. You can't imply that the WWE. It's their fault. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But you can't show their logos without their permission on film. That's fine. You don't need to show their logos. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. As an example, you just have them be in a ring in a stadium. And everyone, like all the people will probably assume WWE anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that uh, literally. But like, they can keep being upset. I told you that three weeks ago when we talked about that this thing was looking like it was going <laughs> to yeah. happen, that they weren't going to be happy about it. And a lot. There's one more thing. The Rumble news has come out. Oh, uh, yeah. I wanted to hear about this. And said that it is going to work. Uh, the Rumble will feature superstars from both Raw and SmackDown. Uh-huh. And the winner of the match will earn a title shot for their brand at WrestleMania. Okay. So we won't have the jump over like we used to right. have. Did they say anything about how they were uh, coming in? Yeah, no. how, is it 15 apiece, or is it... I would assume. Well, well, how do you do surprises, then? I think you'd technically, technically, to be fair, you'd have to do two-thirds raw. 20 raw guys sent SmackDown. Yeah. Or or you just do 10 and 10 qualify, and then the last 10 is just random shit. Downs. Do you guys miss when you right, find out... It does get rid of the secrets. And yeah. The best part. Well, if we know who everyone who's in, because that's the fun thing is all the old-timers who are in there for, you know... They're quick two minutes, do a couple punches, get dumped over. Also Samoa Joe. Yeah, exactly. But, like, you know what I hope they do? I hope we have some qualifying matches. Knack, that'd be cool, too. That would be cool. But um, I hope that they do what they used to, where you'd see a vignette of them picking their number out, and then we'd be like, yeah. oh, shit, I didn't know Orton or whoever, it doesn't really matter, is in the Rumble now. You're an idiot if you didn't think Orton was in the Rumble. That no, also... you'll probably be hurt with another garbage can injury at that time. That also ruins our pool. Because then we know where everyone enters. Yeah. Which they do it the day of, which they usually do. I well, guess. yeah. Like, I mean, they do it the day of. And you know how they, yeah. they never show the number? You just see the guy's reaction of like, oh, shit. Or they're like, yes. The best one is Eddie Guerrero and Ric Flair when he stole the number. It's true. And got away with it. Yeah. 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 And Flair just got, went, like, he went irate. Well, Flair was like number three or something then? Two? Yeah. Like, two he was early. Yeah. yeah. It was two. Yeah. My other favorite moment where you, you kind of knew what was going to happen was, um, Rey Mysterio picks, this is right after Eddie's death, and he goes, like, he looks, and it's, like, number one or two or something like that, and he's like, ah, Eddie, you got me again or whatever, and he smiles and walks away, and you're like, okay, that was fun. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's it. A lot of news this week, but by God, we got through it all. Mm. And now we talk about the Monday Night 
Am I right? There's no pay-per-view? Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> no, sure? but we got to do picks to at the end. Double-check myself every fucking week now because there's so many goddamn pay-per-views. Uh, this is uh, pay-per-view at the end week. <sighs> okay. Not pay-per-view at the beginning week. <laughs> Good. Pay-per-view at the beginning week is next week. from my generation, I'll take the fall. The saints, no cross the nation, and it's a Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. Some big things have happened there. It's a the city it's a that never sleeps. Relatively popular sporting arena, I'd say. I think that's New York that I'm thinking of. Yes. yes. Or Las Vegas? Isn't Las Vegas the city that never no, sleeps? Sin City. That's Sin City. Oh, they don't call it the what city is that Hall, never sleeps? What is, Hall, like, what is LA? LA's got to have a thing. The big Apples. No, city the Big Apples in New York. <laughs> It's a city of angels. City's so nice they named it twice. That's also New York. Okay. Show starts with Roman Reigns coming out for what is at least the third week, if not a full month straight, of him opening the show on yeah. Raw. Vince is like, we ought to get Roman out of there before football starts. I wonder if Roman was like in traffic if they just not start the show until <laughs> they got there. <laughs> Raw has been delayed. Uh, he cuts a promo, gets interrupted by Lana, who comes to uh, deliver a challenge from Rusev for the title. Reigns insults her. She tells him to shut up and go to hell. Rusev then comes out. They brawl. Reigns uh, laying out Rusev on the ramp. He said uh, that he accepts, but is going to face Rusev in Hell in a Cell, which, as Brando pointed out at the time, pretty much nullifies my idea of a women's Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Could happen, but it seems like they would never do more than two. Right. And you have to imagine that the, the Owens title. one is going to turn into it. It has to be. Like yeah. They booked it that way that it has to be. So, But they have announced who's in that match. You think they would have announced that it's in a cell by now. Yeah. And if they don't announce it at, by this point, next week is like one of their last chances to really build for it. And not just in the week of be like, by the way, hell in a cell now. And they could. Based on the Jericho stuff, like I think right. maybe that's a reason why they do it because you think Jericho gets in that match, or right? something. Yeah, he keeps showing up. So I don't know. Uh, then we have a uh, cruiserweight match: Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick, great theme, taking on T.J. Perkins, not for the title. Now we thought that this was a title the, match. From yeah. last it week. was at one point. I'm almost certain advertised as a title match. Yeah. I remember last week. I specifically remember them saying. We're going to have two title matches next year. This is going to be crazy. And uh, there was only one. Yeah. And no, and they even said like, oh, TJP is going to defend in his hometown. Yeah. What the fuck happened? I'm going to go back and check my notes. See All if right. I have that saved. Because I I do remember that. But yeah. I, in a way, I'm, I'm almost second guessing myself for some reason. But I'm certain. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Sir I didn't, didn't save my notes from last week. That's crazy. And then you'd have to sift through them. I, mean, I thought they had a really the good second match. we turn into a fact checking podcast. It's true. It's this second we shut this whole operation down. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is not for the title. Uh, and Brian Kendrick picks up the win with the captain's hook. I literally thought this was for the title all the way up until after he won that match. I had about three seconds of thinking Brian Kendrick was the new champion. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of popped too where I was like, no. what? Yeah. I didn't love it because I thought you want to try and establish DJP. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, th- th- as soon as I realized it wasn't for the title, I was like, oh, I should have known he was going to fucking lose because that's mm. how they're going to set up the... That's how they always set up the championship yeah. matches. I got a great text from my brother who was at the gym when Raw was on like live. Okay. And he goes, oh, TJP just beat TJ Perkins. And he's just because he's reading whatever the commentators are saying, right? Yeah. yeah. And he goes, oh, TJP beat TJ Perkins of the Captain Suck. And I just reply... That's the same guy. And he goes, I thought it was once I typed it out. And he goes, I'm just reading whatever, like, the, and I'm like, okay, man, commentators fuck up all the time. Yeah. And the fucking hyper uh, guys fuck oh, yeah. up a lot, too. Uh, then we have a Michael Cole sit-down interview with Seth Rollins, uh, who promises to cancel the Kevin Owens show. This is because he's still uh, banged up from his rib injury. Mm-hmm. Probably just trying to give him some rest so he doesn't have to Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it's not too serious, it. but. Yeah. Which makes me worry for next week's house show, but oh, I yeah. guess we'll find out. When oh, that's we get coming there. up fast too. Uh, th- I really like this sit down. I thought Rollins was really good. You love these sit downs. I do. I think they're a great way to build storylines. Like last week, like... you were pimping the Brian Kendrick one. Yes. Yeah, Brian Kendrick one was good too. They're so good. It, Kevin yeah, Owens it, always has good ones when he sits down with Michael Cole. If the guys are good on the mic, this is such a good way to, like, kind of be able to go in and be like, okay, we have this stuff planned. These are the points we want to get across. Let's hit them all out of the park. Whereas when you put a guy live uh, with a microphone out on yes. uh, stage, you get something different and cool in that it's very organic and anything can happen and he can say anything. But you also know that a lot of the times they probably miss something right. that they really wanted to get across because they're just out there kind of shooting the shit. Well, and Cole's good enough that, that he will pre-plan the interview and the questions and then probably let the guy know ahead of time, I'm going to ask you this question. Mm. So then maybe you take it this way, yeah. which will lead into this next one. And it just, I don't know, it flows really well. Yeah. It comes off really great. I love these things. Yeah. A little bit of scripting work. in WWE. Goes a long way. Goes a long way. Or yeah. yeah, a little bit of planning and shit. Like, especially mm-hmm. if Michael Cole is like, hey, first question's this. Get a little heated with your answer. Yeah. Be snappy with me. Yeah. Probably um, the best thing Michael Cole does for the company at this point. I mean, he's not horrible. He's gotten a lot better. He just calls, moves the wrong name sometimes. That's all. Like a weirdly often. Mishinoku driver. Is he, every fucking time he does a blue thunderbomb, it's a Mishinoku driver. <laughs> and then he does the problem with Sami Zayn does Mishinoku drivers like right yeah. after sometimes. And, he'll and then he's probably like, oh blue shit. Thunderbomb. What did I call that other one? Yeah. <laughs> a variant. He goes modified Mishinoku driver all of a sudden. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Braun Strowman squashes Chase Silver uh, with a I like power slam. Guy. Yeah, he was okay. As jobbers go. A good little promo. Yeah, he had, he had yeah. some good swagger to him. Uh, after the match, you had Braun Strowman cut a promo saying that he wants a real challenge next week uh, or else. You, Luke Harper, coming back to face Braun Strowman. How fucking crazy would that be? Luke Harper as yeah. a face. Even though he should go to SmackDown because they're hurting for bodies. Yeah, I don't know where they're going with this Braun Strowman thing. I'm excited I, that they're saying that, yeah, okay, yeah. we're going to go somewhere now. This is the next you guys step. know he's a monster. We gave him the fucking last 10 guys. Now let's let's do something. And even though his one. promo was like kind of generic, I liked it. It was like it was a little yeah. old school. And he goes, "If Mick Foley doesn't find me an opponent for next week, there won't be a next week." And you're like, "That's a very broad threat. That's probably not in any way what you can take mean? away a day of the week. You're gonna just end time." Yeah, <laughs> he could probably do it. That's yeah. his new gimmick. He's just going Braun to destroy Strowman, the world. Time wizard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Demolish Big Ben. Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho come to the ring to uh, brag about Jericho helping Owens retain the Universal title. Jericho manages to convince Owens they should go after the Raw Tag Team Championship. This is after uh, Owens had said, I'm not really into it. And then he said, or I could just challenge for your title and had this like 
deep glance at the title, and it was the perfect tease because Owens so then good. goes, ah, yeah, yeah, tag team sounds great. Let's do it. So yeah. this is perfect. Just it was, like, so it was the right amount of time little, for that pause. This yeah. was unbelievable writing, like way better writing than I ever see from WWE to the point when they do something like this. I was like, how'd you, I, where, where you been? Well, and it makes me think that if it's like how much of this is just Jericho or Owens or both of them. Right, but because they're both th- so good. Yeah, yeah, it, it totally could be, and and that would make a lot of sense. It was just the way that it was like, we kind of know this has to eventually end up being in an Owens and Jericho match at some point, almost assuredly in Canada, but at some point, regardless, that match has to happen. Yeah, and the way that they're like, well, let's both give Kevin Owens a reason to want to be in this tag team, and just say to the crowd like, we know you want it. Uh, all at the same time, it was just, it was so well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Day then comes out. They eventually accept the challenge of a non-title match uh, after Jericho puts all three of them on the list. I thought Xavier Woods was really funny in selling that he really didn't want to be on the list. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. And he got put on the list twice, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I still love funny. Kevin Owens standing over when he's writing the list. He's like, there's no why in Kofi. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's so subtle. It's so subtle. Yeah, they're 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 great. Together. They have very good chemistry. Very good. Uh, Sami Zayn taking on Titus O'Neil. Um, yeah, they gave him like a box promo again and tried to kind of. He's got a new catchphrase, and I can't remember what it is. The Titus brand. Oh yes, that's the right. Titus brand. The brand. But, Rock. But then he comes up wearing a a cancer shirt. Uh, yeah, Susan G. Coleman shirt. Yeah. And you're I, like, I, don't have heels do that. It's not. I'm not saying that heels should be like go cancer, but. They can't be being like, yeah, I don't know. It just seems really Taste weird. Taste O'Neill comes to the ring smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blowing, it, blowing it in babies' faces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking awesome. Uh, so, Titus O'Neill versus Darren Young. There was no conclusion to that. They, WWE was just like, this sucks. Let's drop it. Darren Young is just off the map right now. Yeah. They just, when was the last time we saw him? They had to take Bob Backlund back to the old folks' home. Hopefully. Well, once, yeah, once you've got to re rent them now. Good God. <laughs> They can only um, sign him up for so long. For well, there's probably like a waiting list, so they have to like wait until it comes around. It's like a video game. Okay, well we'll take this old man for now. <laughs> Maybe he can fucking do some writing for us, and then we need Backlund back for November. Uh, I was pretty worried when they gave him this whole new oh something's different with Titus, and then Sammy came out, and I was like, holy shit! I Sammy's know he's gonna fucking lose to Titus. I legitimately right was now. like, this is totally a match. I can see Sammy losing, <laughs> but he didn't. Uh, he won with the Haluva kick. So Thank that's, God, that's fine by me. Then we go to Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson defeating the uh, returning team of the Golden Truth. Haven't seen them since the Pokemon Go craze first hit. Since that fad ended. Right. I legitimately couldn't remember what brand they were on. <laughs> I thought they were on SmackDown for a bit, but I guess not. No, no, the Ascension's on SmackDown. That's... Are you saying the Ascension is the equivalent of the Golden Truth? Yep. That's Ooh. exactly what I'm saying. He's calling it. Uh, Gallows and Anderson hit the Magic Killer on our truth and Gallows gets a pin, so... Carl Anderson is such a better wrestler than WWE's making him look. Yeah? Yeah, we got beat up by our truth in this match. Well, yeah, but that's like a booking thing. No, I know, but it, it, when the commentators are like, oh, the club are this dominant tag team, they've done nothing but lose since they've shown up. It's true. They've gotten beat by the New Day mm. more times than I have fingers on a hand. Well, and I think that's why they put that whole... Like when they went to before this match, they went to commercial and they had that little sting package set up that yeah. it was the dominating team it of was, Gallows and Anderson are in action next. It was weird because it was like 
they realize that they need to salvage these guys a yeah. little bit, I think. Oh, they yeah. feel cold, but yeah. you can tell the way that they're, yeah, they throw the vignette on and then give them, like, feed them a tag team. They're like, they want us to think they're really good, but they are, their record is awful. Yeah. Uh, then we have the first glance, the first interaction of Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson confronting mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Owens and Jericho backstage. They argued about who are better friends. Uh, Jericho warns them to stay out of it, uh, out of his and Owens' business. He puts them both on the list and then says, watch out or you're going to get, and he walks off the right side of the shot <laughs> and then comes in the left side and drops the it. Like it was the way that he came back in was so yeah. fucking funny because you're just waiting, looking at that right side room to come back in, and here he comes. And in the, the actors side. sold it really well by being like, "What?" Ah! Yeah, like they couldn't they see the him sneak scare. up on him. Yeah, oh. you know what? Normally, I hate celebrities on Raw These or guys in WWE are programming. Great. They did great, even on commentary. They had yeah. fucking five people talking on commentary, them. which is a lot to handle. Yeah. yeah, and it was funny. They got their own shit in. They sounded like they wanted to be there. Yeah, and they sounded like. Do they watch every week? Probably not. No. But they, but they knew, what, knew was what was going, going on, on yeah. up to the point for the program they and were And they weren't in. like other celebrities that go there and just see this as uh, an opportunity to pimp my own shit and that's all I'm going to yeah. do. They like, barely they talk and, about the ranch. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we got a show coming out. It's on Netflix. You'll see it, whatever, or you won't. But here's what's going on in the match. Let's go back. Like, they kept yeah. throwing it yeah. back to the match, or which like I they, like, Cole would ask a question and be like, what's it like for two brothers on the ranch? They'd give a quick, like, one-sentence answer and they'd be yeah. like, but man, this Jericho guy is a piece of work. Like, they seemed like they were legitimately having a lot of fun. Yeah, and they were like reacting to things that happened in the ring. Like, yeah. oh, ref, you can't do that. Yeah, and, like, it was great. This yeah, is it was perfect. Good. I was stoked I to see Kelso and Hyde on couldn't, Raw. Couldn't say enough good things about that. I was comparing it to the Dr. Phil one, mm. and this one was better than the Dr. Phil one, but also just in the way that it's like, this makes sense. Like, when you brought Dr. Phil in to do a like, shtick with uh, uh, Charlotte and Ric Flair... We're like, that made sense. Yeah. That seems like a reason you would bring in a, the Dr. Phil to like help with this father-daughter issue. Family issue. And yeah. then this, now that you're having this, this whole best friend angle, this seems like the perfect time to bring in like a celebrity best friends who are like kind of top of mind and big in pop culture right now. And have a show to plug. Yeah, And it's exactly. win, 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 win. This yeah. isn't just bringing in, this guy's kind of famous right now. Let's have him yeah. host. Like We should give them all studs of the week. I, oh, they are studs. I think it's just Kevin Owens. Because Kevin Owens, whenever you bring in a celebrity guest, yeah. he's two for two. He did really well good with these guys, and he powerbombed Machine Gun Kelly off the stage. That's true. So he's two I for two. I don't know that we can bumps. credit Machine Gun Kelly too much for. No, it's well, all Kevin. Well, I guess he took the bomb. Kevin Owens. Well, he Kevin Owens was on a crash good. pad, but he still took it. So. Uh, if we're going to say the best celebrities so far, these guys. It's going to uh, be these guys at the year? top yeah. of all time. Oh, of all time. These guys at the top. Um and then probably uh Wolverine guy. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. is a He was really good and he yeah. was a fan. And he Steve, got involved. I will I will give a nod to Stephen Amell just because he right. did in ring work and didn't embarrass himself. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say the same. And uh, then at, at fourth we'll we'll put Snooky in on there. Sure. Well, Actually, Snoop Dogg is also really great whenever he with shows the up. The Hogan on Raw. thing was with funny. The Hogan, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Uh, that was good. Yeah. Again, he's a fan. Like you, he has fun when he goes out there and does yeah. that shit. How I white think. did I say his name? Snoop, Snoop Dog. Dog. The Snoop Dog. <laughs> like accent on the dog. Snoopy Dog. Not Snoop Dog. Snoop Dog. Yeah, uh, let's put Snoop Dog on the list and not Snooky. Sure, I was kidding about Snooky, so right. I'll, I'll allow that. Enzo and Cass are in the ring. Uh, they're doing the because uh, it's Susan, Susan, Susan G. Komen. Hated this month. Susie G. Uh, you hated this segment? Good lord. Yeah. It's breast cancer survivors, I don't like Scotty. Susan G. Company uh, every year for Why? three years. 
Because they don't put any money. Like, this is why I, like, just because I do research where, on charities. Where are you getting these facts? CM Punk. On their website. Like, if you check to see, like, on Wiki or anywhere, Susan Wiki G. Komen. doesn't count. No, but they're not a charity that puts any money into it. Like, I think Boris knows this, too. Because remember when I shit on, he's like, are you shitting on breast cancer survivors? I was like, no. I'm shitting on this company that they, quote, unquote, raise awareness, mm -hmm. but don't do anything for research or medical advances. Their CEO makes so much fucking money. So every time that they do, that was why I was like, ooh, I don't know how to feel about the Connors Cure thing yet. It all depends on where the money is going. I think it's important to, I agree with you with like the CEO making tons and tons of money, um, but I think it's important to have both. They don't do anything though. No, it's important what? to have the, the companies that put a lot of money into the research. Yeah. And then it's important to have money or companies that are actually good at marketing. They're just a merchandise awareness. company. I know, but when you know about breast cancer awareness yeah it is not because of the companies that are putting no, the money but they in. trick you they're like oh buy this pink wristband and that money is going to help breast cancer survivors it doesn't it doesn't help them at all they're just a company that makes fucking merchandise and this is the third year if we go back and check like years every time that susan g coleman month starts i always have an issue with it i think you i think it doesn't hurt to have companies that actually get the word out there on this level. I just, I, I don't agree as like, I, I'm glad I've like, when I used to want to buy the pink WWE merch, like remember when they'd make, everyone would yeah, get a yeah, pink variant. Yeah. I wanted to buy one so bad. And then I looked to see where the money was going. And I was like, no. Where do you find this though? Like where, where do you find where the money's going? It's just a well-known fact. Oh, uh, like you just Google it. Like Google breast cancer companies. Oh, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. I might have to send you a link after the okay, pod and do fine. a little research, but like, Fuck season Jude Coleman. I mean, that, on their website, it says that they raise money and $2 million goes towards uh, support research and community outreach programs. No, fuck that. I mean, that's on the web internet, just like yours is. Fuck Just them. saying. Yeah, but that doesn't do anything. What does that do to help these people and to help they, prevent it? They, they are raising money for research. No, they're not. They're Since not who? The world. Well, okay, well, I'm dropping this because I, I don't but know. These how... guys are saying the exact opposite, so it's it's literally but, just words. But they're liars, point. and I'm not. How do we know that your guys aren't liars? I'm good, honest, Scotty, man. I wouldn't lead people. I astray. believe that you are honest. I I have no idea because you don't know your sources. So I, I can't come up there, with anything so... at the moment here. So like, I think you read something on the internet, and that's what you're going off of. I think I've read multiple like sources because, like, every time that they pop up with that, like, not the smart wrestling fans, but the fans who are adults and like actually look into things. That company doesn't do anything. Like they're like, a, they're like a they're like what? Scotty's not speaking on behalf of all of us here. This yeah, no, this is hundred percent me. <laughs> and if you agree with me, awesome. And if you think I'm terrible, fine, whatever. But fuck them. You and send I, me some links. We'll, as well, we'll as like this. this segment sucked with like Enzo and Cass. Well, it wasn't great. Wrong people to send out to do it. The Daniel Bryan one. I think they were great people. What have we got here? Weirdly, a executed. couple of winners. I was like, is he gonna call? All these ladies, a bunch of haters. Like it was really forced. Yeah, it was so forced. You tried to get his catchphrases in. Yeah, uh, both of them tried to get these their catchphrases. These people are not a word that I'm gonna yeah. spell. Like it's yeah. just go hit your go hit your fucking slogans, and they're like, well, but our slogans are making our fun slogans of is making fun of people. Yeah, and Vince is like, well, just just you, you'll figure it out. Just turn them on their head. Make the people <laughs> like believe at least it. the Daniel Bryan uh, one on SmackDown, and we'll get to that later. Which was, also wasn't very good. It wasn't great, but at least that one felt less. It felt a little more genuine. Uh, but this one, they had to try to like bend their catchphrases. Yeah. Daniel Bryan also got the fucking sheet off the belts without making an absolute ass of the whole situation. That was the true stud of that show. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, New Day. Oh, we're just moving on. Sweet. Defeats. Well, what what else is there to talk about in that know. segment? Did I miss something? No. Did you guys like that segment? I didn't mind it. It was, uh, it was, it was executed, another but, Susan G. Coleman yeah. segment. So you didn't love it, but you didn't hate it either. No. Okay. It's it's going it to happen. What so. I was excited. I will say this. I was excited that the WWE thought that Enzo and Cass yes. were the guys for that job because we were saying that last year it was Roman, and we're like, oh, Roman's going to get real big yeah. real fast mm-hmm. if they have him doing the Susan G. stuff. Uh, and now to see these guys doing it, it's like, well, they're out there being like, oh, no, give these a nod. These guys are the nod for this, yeah. which is good for them. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I can agree with you that that was, like, cool, the people they picked. Mm. Just a little odd fit, the ones they did. But better than, like, someone who's not over. Uh, okay, then we have that tag team match between the New Day and Kevin Owens and Jericho, uh, non-title, with uh, Kusterson. Kusterson, we're yeah. at uh, on commentary. Uh, <laughs> Kutchner. Seth Rollins comes <laughs> out, distracts Jericho, which allows New Day to hit the uh, midnight hour for the pin. Uh, and then Rollins goes into the ring, pedigrees Jericho while looking at Owens, who does nothing from the outside. Yeah, this seems so, like maybe the first seeds of dissension. Again, more stuff to build on on that. Although you could still hear Owens going, there's four of you and one of me. What am I supposed to do? Which, again, yeah. great logic. Yeah, it's four on two or whatever yeah. he And all, all the while, uh, Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson are just being like, Oh, looks like he's uh, not uh, yeah. helping out his partner now. And I was like, you guys are great. They're you guys tremendous. are great. Yeah. You're doing exactly what you're supposed like, to be doing. They're watching the show and like making yeah. witty comments with it. Like, not they arrived like... knowing that, oh, our job here is to kind of push along the fact that these guys aren't really that good of friends. So during this match, I brought Brando to tears with laughter. Oh, what was because that? Because I was talking about whether or not Vince was in these guys' ears. Coaching them, <laughs> that was what it was, and yeah. and or even just even just sitting backstage and listening to how good they were doing and being like, "God damn it, these guys are great!" And like he has no idea who they are, so he's probably like, "How much would it cost to keep these assholes around?" Uh, fucking hilarious. Kutcher and Masterson yeah. are probably just on the other side, it's like, "Who is this old like, man as yelling soon as at?" They go to the commercial was like. There's like an interference, like somebody's yelling in my ear the whole time. No, no, that's normal. Yeah, that's yeah! Just, that's you guys normal. are doing great. You guys are hitting it out of the park. And then he gets on Saxon's headset. He's like, "Your job's secure. Your job's on the line here. Replace you with Madison or whatever. <laughs> Fucking Kelso over from? here. Where are these guys from? Where they find these guys? Man, I didn't know these guys were in NXT. We get these guys from Full Sail. <laughs> Hunter. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> okay, uh, Rollins and New Jay. Oh, yeah, we already talked about that. Tony Nice and Rich Swan have a cruiserweight match. I was almost going to say cruiserweight challenge. That was weird. Uh, they were really every they had good video packages challenge. for both guys. Yes, uh, really worked up Tony Nice. Uh, Rich Swan has a bright future because he has the gimmick with the dancing, yeah. which is great. And the crowds are chanting his theme song now. Slowly yeah. but surely, on yeah. the main roster, he's getting there. Yeah, it's compared to Full Sail, Full Sail was like, we got this. Yeah. As much as uh, Nice won this match, I think right now, in the WWE's mind, their guys are yeah, they know TJP, Brian Kendrick, yeah. and Rich Swan. Yeah. Uh, Tony Nice wins with the pump handle blue Thunderbomb. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, that uh, out. <laughs> I really, really think Tony Nice has impressed a lot of people. Like, people yeah, who didn't totally. know about him. Hey, and, and the crowd didn't fucking shit on this match. Yeah. No, the crowd was great. Yeah, LA yeah, crowd was really LA, yeah. You got to think, good. though. LA's where PWG is. Yeah, they know what so they're like, doing. So, like, it's a, a lot smarter of a wrestling. Yes, yeah, for sure. Like the and whole you wouldn't s- think so. Like, like if you didn't know that, you'd be like, LA probably is not a wrestling. Because they are not a very... They're not... 
they're not Alabama. Yeah. They're not Florida. They're, they're not, not Texas. The, yeah. They're not the South. Yeah. yeah. I but mean, in they're reality, South-ish. They, like SoCal has like three really good indie promotions that every time that they do shows are pretty sold. Yeah. I'm I'm really, really excited for Survivor Series just to see how Canadian fans react. Yeah. Because I really think that there is a, a stigma surrounding us in in that bizarre just world be Vince's stigma. mind or yeah. if enough people there that they don't want to run TV tapings because we shit on the good guys and cheer for the bad guys up here. But yep. I'm excited to see how how that goes because I think it that they're missing like, out on a big opportunity by not coming up here more often. Because there are cities in the states that are the, kind of the same as Canada, and it seems like for most of those they just ignore it. But it seems like for Canada more than anywhere else they book and write to the fact that they know the Canadian crowd is going to be messed up and not playing along. Yeah. And they pro- part of them probably knows, like, we swing up here every so often for a handful of TV shows, if that. Right. And for that handful, it's going to be fucking weird. So <laughs> I feel like they to- probably do the same thing when they do the those couple tapings from the UK. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Where they're like, hey, we're aware that they have a different taste in wrestling. Yeah. Right, and, and that seems to be when you get the superstars playing up like the heels who are getting cheered, being like, "Yeah, fucking cheer Embrace me! This it. is great!" Embrace yeah, it. they do it in those places because they're like, "Yeah, you're not going to turn them, so just go out there and, exactly. and entertain as best you can." They know there's no point in even trying to. Flip Might the as fans. well play into it. That's why Jericho Owens is going to be dope if they Tremendous. do it in Canada because they might. Well, that's get... what I was going to say. Remember when they did that fucking roadblock? And as much as like you were saying, they book for the Canadian fans, yet they bring in Jericho as a heel and give him Jack Swagger. Yeah. I was like, fucking well, dumb. I'm still going to cheer for the Canadian guy, yeah. you fucking idiots. Yeah. I was very dumb. Well, I'll say, we the people, and then start booing Jack. That was yeah. the best part, when the Canadian crowd all said, we the people, <laughs> and, then, and then just started booing and Jack. And just flip on him real fast. Canada's better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Cesaro and Sheamus defeat the team of uh, Raul White and Mark Car- Carradine. Ah, yes. Last name. Caradine Machine. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, once again, difficulty getting on the same page, but eventually picked up the win after Sheamus hits a bro kick. A very vicious-looking bro kick. Good sell. I like like this chemistry, what they're doing here. Even with the backstage vignettes of them, like, oh, you drive so slow. Yeah. One of them's Russian now, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) That was me trying to do Cesaro. (laughs) Well, better than trying to do Sheamus and coming (laughs) out with that. That's very true. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but I, I think I, I'm it's, on board. Yeah. Like I like this dissension, and like I said, they don't have uh, a dissension tag team. They have a couple odd couples, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. nothing like where it's like they don't like each other. Yeah, and they haven't done it uh, in terms of a program in a little while. I know they've every now and then you get the 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 one off match to main event a Raw where it's like right. oh these two Dean and J- Dean Ambrose and John Cena don't like each other, but they're a tag team. John uh, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt they're a tag team even though they don't like each other. But yeah, this is the first like program where it's been like. All these guys keep going, and uh, they don't like each other at all. And we're going to see this for a couple weeks at least, not mm-hmm. just like a one night only. This is the main event of SmackDown. And I think this will be good for Sheamus. Yeah. I think like I think it will get Sheamus a reaction one way or another more than he usually gets. Mm-hmm. I even like the dynamic of when they win or when they enter, mm-hmm. and when like Cesaro goes up to the second rope, raises his arms, and everyone's like, yeah, I love you, Cesaro. And then Sheamus does it, and they boo, and then Cesaro just looks over and laughs, and he's like, ha-ha, yeah, yeah. they still don't like it. They're going for that Miz, uh, Miz Dow thing. Yeah. yeah. Arms up, cheering, booing, yada yada. Um, there is something to be said, I think, about the way that they've booked Cesaro in his tenure in the WWE as a whole. Just It seems like whenever they run out of, out of ideas for him, they just fucking throw him in a tag team. Mm. Like, he's dullfish. On American, or uh, true Americans, and then 
I mean, him and Kid were really good together, but that but was still was just a, thing. like... It was two guys that had nothing going that they right. stuck them together. And now this, so... Sure. Uh, and then we have the uh, main event, which is the Raw Women's uh, Championship match. Sasha Banks taking on Charlotte. Uh, Dana Brooke uh, was making fun of Bailey backstage before the match, leading to Bailey snapping, taking out Dana, uh, keeping her out of the uh, ringside. Yeah. So they, they, she had her knee was all bunged up, so they had to keep her in the back and attend to her injuries, uh, which pretty much gave away how this match was going to end, but not fully. Yeah. Because I didn't, I wasn't fully biting. Okay, Sasha's going to win this now, but I was leaning that way. I guess the thing that kept me thinking she might not was like they're not going to have, they're not going to flip the belt twice on Raw right. for Sasha in that amount of time. It was pretty think. much the exact same. Set up. Yeah, was totally. It, she's finally getting this championship match on Raw. And then Charlotte will win it at the next pay-per-view. Right. We can get back to business. Uh, and that, But that is what happened. Uh, when Dana got taken out, did anyone else feel like that like season one or two Family Guy thing with like Peter selling the knee? Because it just felt like the camera was on Dana for a while. Know. Just to let you know that, oh, she is hurt and she's not going to be able to make it out there. But she's just laying there going like, oh, God, my knee. It's because there's something about Fuck. like knee injuries like that where it's like you're a wrestler. Yeah. You've been in vicious submissions <laughs> and finished your match. Get to fuck up the, and walk out to the ring and stand there like Limp you're supposed out there to. there and do your job, damn yeah. it. Uh, Banks hits the bank statement and Charlotte taps out and then cries like she does every single match. Yeah. I liked <laughs> after the match when Charlotte's walking up the ramp and she can see on the monitor it's Sasha holding the title, and she goes, "That's mine." Yeah, that was actually. She's really getting good. real upset. I'm like, "Wow, good, good work on Charlotte here." Yeah. Yep, she is very good. Yep. Um, I uh, thought this was a very good match. Which I, when it started, and when they were main eventing Raw, I was like, "Please, please be a very good match," because it seems like it can just go one of two ways so sharply sometimes with the ladies, like especially the talented ladies where you go in expecting so much and then sometimes it's just like, well, none of that fucking worked. Well, that was yeah. the takeover Brooklyn. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. She did, uh, you had Charlotte do the corkscrew moonsault. Yeah, that was fucking was crazy. crazy. It's a huge spot. Um, Sasha almost scorpioned herself again. There was only like one moment where it was a little like sloppy botchy where it was like Charlotte struggled to like get a good grip on Sasha on the outside and then Sasha just ends up hitting her like her head on like the bottom rope right. and the commentators oh, right. are like, oh, she backbreaker on the apron. And you're like, that no, no, that's not no what one happened. saw that. She like gently rolled her back into the ring. Yeah. And then the um, ref checks on her and is like, you cool? And you see Sasha audibly, or not audibly, but just physically nod like, yeah, I'm cool. Don't worry yeah, about it. It was fun. As the commentators are like, oh, oh. she's she might be out cold. <laughs> she's dead. I uh, killed her. I, I do think that the first match was better than the, the first uh, Raw match. I should say was better. Yeah, than yeah. The it was cool to see the ladies' the main event, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's weird because we were saying that this is probably the first time that women have main evented since that Trish and Lita match, but they never brought it up. Like they didn't draw attention to that. Which yeah, which either could go mean... two ways in that they just want it to be new and pretend like this is all new and this has never happened before. Yeah. Or... yeah. Or because it actually has happened a couple times With since someone then, else and we just don't remember. Right. I was gonna say, dude, like Paige never made evented of Raw, no. right? No. no, I don't think so. Nikki Bella claimed that she had on one of her speeches. She's like, "I've yeah. main evented stuff. Awesome. I've closed out shows." And I was like, "What show are you closing out?" Because oh, she show. had a match at the thirty minute mark, and then there was a contract signing, so oh. she had the main event match. Probably is that's true. Her logic. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna step into the mind of Nikki Bella. Oh, don't get lost in there. It is. It's it's pretty, it's pretty hollow <laughs> What's it in like? here. Not a lot going. Oh on. man, watch Total Bellas. It's totally hollow. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, studs and duds. Studs, uh, TJP, Brian Kendrick, thought they had a phenomenal match to open the, the show for the actual entering action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tony Nice put on a great clinic. Okay. Um, dud. Titus O'Neil and Susan G. Komen segment. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my studs will be Kutcher and Masterson. Yep. They were fucking tremendous. Um, and my dud will also be Titus O'Neil because. Uh, my stud fuck. is going to be, uh, yeah, those, uh, the celebs and uh, Jericho and Owen's segment before the celebs got involved. The one where Jericho was just like, hey, come on, Kevin. It's not like I'm asking you for a title shot. I want your title. And the crowd's just, ooh. <laughs> um, and uh, my dud. Yeah, probably Titus O'Neil. This was a good show. Really good show. So like, yeah, Raw was pretty kick-ass compared to SmackDown this week. Mm. Nothing really else that was not great, to be honest. Bizarro, yeah, no, it was uh, it was good, good show. Good. They came back strong after the fucking debate. Like even the squashes and shit, like were yeah. like, like there was some development with Braun and no Nia. We haven't seen Nia, Nia. in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, the ratings apparently were uh, up quite a bit. Best week. they've had all year, I think I read. Was it not a good matchup for Monday uh, Night Football? I, I heard uh, it was the, definitely the best since Monday Night Football That's started. That's what I read. You're okay. right. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what the was matchup shitty. was. It was yeah. Giants and... Oh, it was Giants and the Baltimore Ravens. No, it wasn't. No, definitely not Baltimore. Oh, no. We'd know if it was Baltimore. Vikings. Minnesota Vikings That's and the yes. Giants. I was eating a large donair and I, Purple. it happened to be on. Purple is where you went. Yeah. That's nice what yeah. you did there. Yeah, that was a shitty match. Vikings were undefeated. You'd think that'd be worth something. Yes, but no AP. They Second ran through the Jags. Yeah, they have had no AP, and they've been winning, which I is know. fucked. Eli Manning threw, like, two real bad throws. Eli Manning's a Only prick. two? <laughs> two that were intercepted. Good game. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good game for him. Strong strong showing for Eli. <laughs> I remember when I used to really like Eli Manning. This, oh! is, like, this is, like, 2007, <laughs> 2008. Like, Bandwagon. Sean Alexander was still on the Seahawks. Bandwagon jumper. Is that true? When you live in Canada and you only watch, like you just play Madden and you watch a couple games, yeah. you're like, oh, he seems like an okay quarterback. And I didn't like Peyton because I didn't like the Colts. I didn't like him either. I just don't like the I Colts. I love Peyton because he did all those dumb commercials and had a very rectangular head. That's true. He's got a he's John got Cena-shaped more, head. Yeah. More and more rectangular the older he got. I know. Like, I think the top is getting taller. Like, I'm convinced that... His helmets were too tight, and his skull <laughs> just formed to the helmet. Like, I feel like they, every year, had to take a regular helmet and, yeah. like, put it on its side mm-hmm. and hit it with a sledgehammer. Yeah. So it got skinnier, but also expanded <laughs> top to bottom. Ah, uh, that's dumb. Okay, uh, let's do the SmackDown. Scott, Scott down. Live. <laughs> Take it away, Scotty. All right, SmackDown Live. I don't know where they were. My notes don't have it. I'll find out for you. All right. Are they still in California? Maybe. They were at uh, San Diego in the Valley View Casino Center. This crowd was okay, too. San Diego. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Jeez, you're just having a everyone. Warren stole three cities in the past bit to go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. That's well, true. I'm entitled to one. Um, the show opened with Wyatt. He entered. Then, all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, Wyatt's entering. This could be good. Kane's music hits. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, Wyatt's got to win here, right? Yeah. Wyatt needs this win like nobody's business, um, which he did not get. 
Kane <laughs> defeated Bray Wyatt because Randy Orton appeared on the Titantron, distracted Wyatt, who opted to take a countout loss and head to the back. So it wasn't like wasn't like he took a choke slam for the three count, but it was still like Wyatt should beat Kane at this point. Got to keep Kane strong. For what? Baron Corbin? I don't even think that's happening anymore. No, I used to think that was going to happen for like, like that was a for sure thing. Because we're doing Baron and uh, Swagger. Yeah. Hmm. We, now, what would you guys rather see in reality? Corbin versus Kane? Neither. Corbin's going over yeah, either way. Neither, but but Corbin versus Kane more. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. So uh, Wyatt heads back to go try to hunt down Randy Orton, find out where the Viper's hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki Bella defeated Alexa Bliss. Carmella was on commentary. Carmella got Nikki Bella's match or face during the match. Uh, so Nikki just like kind of does like a speedball special. You know what that is? No. It's uh, when Sonic turns into a little ball and no. runs into people. That's a spin dash. Okay. Uh, speedball special or the fastball special is when Colossus throws Wolverine. Oh, I see. Yeah. So she just like fucking shit canned her into uh, Carmella. Um, and from there, Carmella is, then tried Wolverine's to... not a ball. That's just what they call it in the comics, man. Like, <laughs> fuck. Because in the comics, it, crump- it probably crumples them up into a into ball. Into a ball? Yeah, it folds up yeah, all that aluminum. And by aluminum, yeah. I mean adamantium. I thought it was unobtainium. No, it's adamantium. What's unobtainium? Some other space or comic book metal. Oh, wait. What's vibranium, you mean? No, what's... Um, okay, first of all, what's... Vib- vibranium's the, the Captain America shield. Yeah, that's what Captain America's shield is made what's of. What's unobtainium? I don't know. Want me to look it up for you later? Sure. Okay, I'll do this along with my Susan G. Coleman rant. Okay. Good. Spent yeah, a rant some... text later, Warren. We, well, yeah, we both need a link. <laughs> I'm, I'm using the Boris chat for when I go ham on this, too. Um, so, Cabral then jumped in the ring, uh, attacked Nikki, uh, giving... Heard the win by disqualification. So, uh, not the strongest way to make Alexa Bliss look strong as the number one contender. After the match, Becky Lynch saved Nikki from Carmella. Uh, Nikki Bella clears the ring. During the commercial break, Daniel Bryan comes out, pulls a Teddy Long. Now, hold on a minute, players. We're going to have a tag team match. Oops. Uh, so, tag team match is uh, going to happen. Alexa Bliss and Carmella defeat Becky Lynch and Be- uh, Nikki Bella. Uh-huh. Carmella hit Becky with the thrust kick mm-hmm. and then was taken out of action by Nikki. Alexa hits the Twisted Bliss on Becky to score the pinfall. So it kind of gives you this thing of like, ooh, Alexa could win maybe on the big Sunday She uh, at no mercy. The crowd popped for the move. Like they like the move just because yeah. she hasn't done it much since yeah. she's coming up to the main roster. It's a so cool looking move too. It is, and it's not hard. It's pretty safe too. You just got to yeah. spin in midair and... Yeah. Land on your stomach, but it is, it's visually impressive, which is good to see the crowd react that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good to like see that. them versus them shitting on it and just chanting for other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, what move do you guys like better? Mm. The Twisted Bliss by Alexa Bliss mm-hmm. or whatever Ember Moon's, like, jumping oh, stunner? Ember Moon? Ember Moon? Moon? Close, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, they're kind of comparable yeah. in the way that the moves are set up and whatnot and how they're performed. Hey, Connor McDavid just scored. Our boy, uh, Connor. That, captain I Connor. believe that game is over. I can't believe he's and our I captain. Believe, he's so young. And I believe he scored to start the game. It says 351 left in the third, and he just scored. Really? Yeah. My app is wrong then, because Mike said the game was over, and it Whoops. was 2 to 1. Nope. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Back to real sports. Yep. Bray Wyatt was lured into Randy Orton's trap backstage. Then Orton locked him in a storage space. There were cameras in storage containers. Ugh. Hated it. Uh, again, as a good newsman, 
uh, you would uh, obviously know that Randy Orton was hanging out in there with a fucking rocking chair. You'd be like, if you don't mind, we're going to just set up a camera in here. You obviously got some shit planned. And at least they gave it that dumb looking, as dumb as it looks, that filter of like, oh, this is a security camera. Yeah, okay. Because you know what would have been even dumber? Locking a poor cameraman in there with right. him. Like it, it was, and then put you, Eric Rowan in the container too. Honestly, probably like a GoPro just strapped in that oh, yeah. fucking yeah. corner and they just put that filter yeah, on it. Yeah, that is better than what they had done the past week. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan appeared in the ring with some cancer survivors representing the Susan G. Komen Foundation for nothing and presented them with a chance. <laughs> that's what the notes here say that you okay, gave me, man. That's all right. And presented them with championship belts, uh, just as Enzo and Cass did on Raw, except this one felt a little more genuine and not as corny. Okay. Uh, Daniel Bryan announced the ladies by name, which I think they all smiled and they, well, they're probably told. There was to the one lady that looked like like she was a legitimate fan and was just loving every minute yeah. of it. Was she the one who put up her hands really big? Yeah. yeah. Yes. In the middle. She was the one who was smiling the most, too. Yeah. Like, she had a face of not just like, oh, God, I'm on TV. She was like, I can't believe I'm in a WWE <laughs> ring. Great. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Uh, then we said the, the true awesome moment was when Daniel Bryan goes, these ladies aren't just winners and survivors. They're champions, and he gives them all women title replicas, and he pulls the sheet off the table, and like he's so lucky that one of the tables or nothing moved, or it looked really good. Yeah, Yeah. it was like magic. Daniel Bryan always gets it done in the ring. Um, He's the dazzler. (laughs) He uh, except for when he does his out cue that was clearly the yes chant too early, and then has to tell the music guy to cut his music because he didn't give him the titles yet. That was actually so funny when like (laughs) Daniel Bryan's like. I'm the damn general manager. <laughs> I leave when I want to leave. And it was like, for a second, I was like, holy shit, is Daniel Bryan turning What's going heel? On? What's happening? And he's turning right heel while there's cancer survivors in the ring? What's happening? Yeah, yeah it was really so, funny. No, whatever. I thought that was better than the Raw one. Uh, the Hype Bros defeated the Vaude villains. During the match, the Ascension came out and stood on the ramp. Hype Bros hit the Hype Rider on Aiden English to get the win. JBL did a pretty decent job of burying. Uh, Mojo Riley every time he got on uh, commentary. Yeah, where it's important. Just... It's important for someone to do that. Yeah, always like here comes the dumb crazy one. I, like all three of these teams, I just I don't give a fuck about any of them. I used to care about the Vaude villains a decent bit. Like when they first got called up That's before they. I, I liked the Vaude villains for a while. But the crazy thing is, is that in my books, I they're at the bottom. Like I would put the Ascension one rung above. Those guys, right? Now. Really? Mm. Just yeah. At least, like, when was the last time we even saw that's these a, guys? Yeah, maybe right now you're yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. Like, I would at least you've seen see the, the Ascension. Well, I, I feel like the vaude villains were told not to show up for a bit, or at least one of them was told not to show up yeah, because of that vaccine. Oh, yeah, fight. maybe that has maybe. something to do with it. Do do do. Ms. and Maurice welcome Dolph Ziggler to Ms. TV and are going to present the Dolph Umentary. Mm. I actually have thought that the Ms. and Ziggler segments of SmackDown have been the best. Things it's to come out of SmackDown the past yep. couple weeks. Real good stuff. Consistently yep. real good stuff for the last little while. So uh, the documentary that celebrated Ziggler's career was really just saying how he's kind of never got it done and no one's going to remember him when he leaves mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, flashbacks to everything. I, that's what I said. If we get Spirit Squad and the caddy out of this. And, and Kerwin White. Or int- yeah. Introducing myself, then that's all I needed. And they did all three of those, yeah. which was great. And then we got brought out my two favorite, aside from Ziggler, my two favorite members of the Spirit Squad, old Mikey Mondo and Kenny Dykstra. Mike, uh, I uh, I don't remember them good enough to know which ones were which, but I was I was very excited that they had any of them on hand for this segment. Kenny uh, Kenny had a singles run, that's why I remember him. Yeah, and, and see, I I have a like 
a little bit of a love for Mike Mondo because he was had a singles run in Ring yes. of Honor a couple yeah. years ago. He's uh, he's packed on the lbs a little bit. He was looking. He, a little, I don't a even know if he's really wrestling right now. Like he's not wrestling for Ring of Honor, and he hasn't for the past couple years. But he could be doing like Long Island, New York indies. I like Mike Mondo. Uh, apparently, they reached out to Mitch to join, but he didn't appear because he lives in Jerusalem <laughs> and wanted uh, and just didn't want to come essentially. And then, uh, or apparently, he's also heavy, heavily religious. Sure. And uh, I mean, no offense, and I'm anymore. maybe underinformed, but why else would you just on a whim go live in right. Jerusalem if you weren't heavily religious? And they looked to uh, Johnny, but he turned it down due to a conflict with his current employer. So oh. he asked, "Hey, can two- I get Tuesday night off at work?" And they told him, "No, man, you're delivering pizzas." Fuck you, yeah. buddy. Fucking like a bag get boy or something. There. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you want Tuesday. <laughs> you want Tuesday, 50%, 50% off Tuesday. Off. Tuesday. <laughs> you son Bullshit. Of a and he asked on the Sunday. Yeah. How about you just take that question out the door and go ask it to the wall? <laughs> no, they said, uh, hey, yeah, don't come in on Tuesday. And then don't ever come in again. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's save on. They'll let you take it off, but not at Safeway. No, sir. Motherfucker. Hey, I hope you win your match on Tuesday because you're going to need a career in there. Hope you give Vince, and Vince another good first impression because well, hey, you're not coming back here. Don't ask us for a reference. Poor bastard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got involved at the end of this, too. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. Took some bumps. Yeah. they. I was... You were saying too that you were kind of hoping that they would turn on Miz, and like yeah, actually and then, be the spirit. Yeah, and they were I think like, "This is the right. This thing is to do. this was yeah. the better idea." It yes. was so funny, just like the like the, when they spelt Dolph for whatever, and I was like, "Oh God, I remember why I didn't like the Spirit so Squad as a kid." Yeah. yeah, I know. But I, I like the one where he goes, "Give me an H," and he just puts up his leg, <laughs> or Mondo puts up his leg, yeah. and he just starts fucking playing it like a guitar. I'm like, "Okay, I kind of like that <laughs> so, little bit." So dumb. Yeah, it's dumb funny. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, moving on. Jason Jordan defeated Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. Jordan got a win with a quick roll-up. This match was real fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very quick. So, uh, yeah, the feud between the Usos and American Alpha continues, and they kind of just keep trading wins. Yeah, this is, and this hasn't been a great build at all by any stretch either, but this is easily the two most interesting tag teams they have right now. So it would be nice if that was a little more. It just seems well, actually, the Rhino one is. But it just good. seems weird that the Usos are going for the titles, and they seem like there's almost more focus on this other thing. Yeah, yeah. Than uh, the title match. So. Yeah. So after the match, both Usos jump American Alpha, quote unquote, re-injuring Chad Gable's leg again uh, for like the fifteenth time. Yeah, it's getting a little old. Yeah. It's cool that like the first time it happened, I was like, "Whoa, this program could have a lot of fire." Yeah. Well, and I like that they have a little bit of a mean streak to them. Like, instead of just turning heel and being exactly the same, they're trying to hurt guys. Mm. But it just seems like, oh, yeah, Chad Gable's knee again. Eh? He should probably stop coming out to the fucking ring. Just cut that knee off. That's fair. Well, then they can't target it. That's exactly uh, it. Heath Slater and Rhino made the save, and the Usos ran off. They, um, Cowards. There was a dark match where Slater and Rhino had taken on local talent. Okay. And Did they that won. during a commercial break? Yeah, I would assume so because it'd be odd for them to come out and then go in and yeah. then come out for the a real main event. Dark match, yeah. Um, it was a dark main. Uh, so back to camera storage space. Uh-huh. Bray Wyatt claimed to see Sister Abigail. When Orton came back to check on Wyatt, he was gone. Well, I bit again too. When he stuck his hand out, I was like, "Oh shit, somebody's hand's gonna stick out and grab his hand." Yeah. And then they didn't. He's a void walker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. He lives. In- oh, also they were referencing Stranger Things. Were they? Yeah. Like in the beginning when Bray Wyatt or Luke, Randy Orton showed up on the Titantron, 
Mm-hmm. He was upside down. He goes, oh, I'm upside down, so I see, see things the way you do. That wasn't the true one. But the, the whole upside down is from Stranger Things. And then Ranallo, who obviously likes Stranger Things. He's a nerd. Yeah, he's a nerd. Yep. Uh, he referenced it like, oh, Bray Wyatt, a member of the Upside Down. Interesting. So, I got to watch that show still. It's so good. It's real good. <clears throat> Not as good as American Horror Story, though. I should watch American Horror you Story. You should, Brando. Then we can talk about it and hang out and we can be friends again. Uh, again. I'm maybe take a pass on. <laughs> I'm going to take a pass? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take an old rain check on hanging out with you. Uh, we should hang out on Sunday, though. I'm more of a season G Coleman guy. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Jack Swagger defeated Baron Corbin. They had a, a little backstage interaction earlier in the show. Interaction? Yep. Uh I don't even want to know. Just point that, that out. I could have let that go, but I didn't. <laughs> it's an insider as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JoJo, or whoever the new JoJo is. I forget what her name is. There's a, there's Kat. No, not Kathy Kelly, because she's the one that does the interviews uh-huh. or the 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 updates. Um, right. I don't remember. The girl from backstage, right? We're talking about backstage yeah. girl. I'll see you and find it. Yeah. Okay. So she had interviewed uh, Baron Corbin earlier in the show. Oh yeah. And. Uh, do, 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 as she was interviewing him, Corbin always looks pissed off to get interviewed, which is great for his character. Like, I don't he's know. He's also literally maybe twice the size of this woman. Yeah, he's like, I don't have fucking time for your question. You need like a boom you. pole. She needed like a big mic on a stick. And then Jack Swagger showed up and cut a bunch of like, oh, you don't know Jack about me. I wish he wrestled in the backwards hat. I mean, his, his <laughs> pre-match screen well, she- matchup picture is him in the backwards hat, so... I was very surprised to see him just come out in regular old singlet. Yeah, I wish he would just take out that wallet with the chain and whip people with the wallet chain. It, ju- yeah, totally. It, it seemed like he should be coming out in street gear, even if he doesn't wrestle in it, even if he fucking had some sort of tearaway setup or something. Yeah, sure. so, I don't know. Um, and he should have come out to some like more heavy music. You should have done some Rage Against the Machine music. You go, just go back to it. Sure, like something. That isn't like. It? How did that even go? This first one. Uh, it was like. You know, hey, like all those da, 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 da. where they're That's like kind of sing talking, and they're like, oh, you're not, you're not, you're not helping me at all. Yeah. I would hate. <laughs> just to like ask Brandon like oh you know the song on the radio and he'd be like yeah and then yeah. he would do that you to just me get your Shazam open I'll sing it <laughs> <laughs> don't worry it'll pick it up uh, so during or near the end of the match Swagger had the ankle lock aka the Patriot Act is that what it's still called I believe so yeah. I don't think, I think they so. changed uh, that yet it's gonna be called the snapback hold soon sure that's not horrible actually that's actually not a bad move ankle the snapback snap back. should be like a, a back like a backbreaker of yeah, some sort yeah or a, or a modified snapmare and then he should put the hat backwards hat on the guy before he pins him there you go actually you'd have to put it on frontwards after the match you do that cuz you can't lay on your or back or you put it on him hat. and then do the move and then pin him that's you know what that'd be even more impressive who was it where they would put something on their opponent and then they'd pose for the camera or take pictures with them hmm it's, it's ringing a bell, but I'm not. I think a couple people have done this throughout, but like I'm trying to think of who it was. They'd like make them pose with like wearing like a necklace that's a loser or something like that. Mm. Uh, all right, moving on. So <laughs> Corbin hit the mat repeatedly, reaching for the bottom rope, and the ref ruled this a tap out and called for the bell. This was interesting, just because they haven't done it this way. Right. Like, yeah, it was really it was different. Yeah, and I thought that the way that Corbin 
hit the mat like that was perfect because right. it didn't look like a tap, but it looked enough like a tap that you're like, yeah, I can oh, see man. it. Oh, man, and like the way the mistake. commentators sold this too. Yeah. Where like, only JBL's like, that's not it? a fucking tap out. I don't know yeah. what that ref saw. I don't know what you guys are claiming you Jesus saw. Jesus Christ, that scared me. What the fuck just happened to Warren? I clicked the thing and it fucking had audio on it. it fucking oh, and it popped right oh, Jesus. Only in your headphone? Ooh, that's going to scare the podcast listener too. Is oh, that geez. what's going on <laughs> oh, yeah. on the podcast? Oh, yeah. oh God. I'll we be... couldn't hear anything. I we clicked. just saw him like jump a foot in the air. It was the highlight of Connor's goal and it had the fucking audio cranked on it. McDavid! Uh, main event, face-to-face-to-face. AJ Styles, John Cena, and Dean Ambrose met in the ring for a face-off face for face the triple heel. threat uh, on ah, Sunday. That's not bad. Uh, the conversation pro... <laughs> Did you say the face-to-face-to-face that runs the place? No, no face I said face-to-face-to-heel. Face oh. That's pretty good. All right, moving on. Uh, the conversation broke down into fisticuffs. Uh, there's actually some decent one-liners or fisticuffs. little jabs. Yeah, these guys have had like some real good... Uh, I don't want to call it writing because I don't know if they're coming up with it, but some yeah, some real good script. That they've I been almost want to say they have just go out and talk trash about each other. And yeah. the way they go about it is almost like they're taking personal jabs. Yeah, they're other. not holding anything back. Like they're they're going after the things that are the things that when you hear them, you're like, oh, that's oh, that's a little oh, that's a little you're, personal. You're John Cena. Uh, John Cena's a part timer, but you don't need to be so mean about it. Like, <laughs> you got to bring it yeah, bring it up. That's gonna hurt his feelings. It's same with like AJ being like. So you can try to get the Ric Flair record. You're not even close to being half the wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy because I uh, was surprised that he said something that was so obviously going to get a positive reaction. I thought when he was lining that up, being like, oh, you're comparing yourself to a legend. I thought he was going to say AJ Styles in the end. Like, I can't believe you're comparing yourself to me, AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because in TNA at one point when they had Ric Flair, they were trying to give AJ Styles, like, you're the new nature boy. And he came out wearing Ric Flair's robes and was managed by Ric Flair. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Cena tossed Styles from the ring. Uh-huh. Uh, hit Ambrose with an AA and then posed with uh, the championship belt. Styles then laid out Cena with a phenomenal form and posed with the belt. Yes. Styles attempted to leave, but Ambrose kind of blindsided him on the ramp, then hit him with dirty deeds and held the belt over his head to end the show. Everyone posed with the belt. Yeah, everyone held it, so I'm sure. Oh, come that video package on Sunday. They're gonna show everyone holding <laughs> it at once. Yeah, who really will hoist it at the end of the night? Look for that. Uh, overall, SmackDown, not a lot was gained considering it was a go home show to a pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you had the main event program get progressed more, and yeah. you're more interested in that, mm-hmm. and probably the women's title with Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I think they've done a great job building uh, the triple threat and the Dolph and Miz match. Yeah, oh, sorry. And yeah. that, too, also made progress. Yeah. But aside um, from that, what's there, are the tag titles on the line at No Mercy? Usos. Yeah, they oh, are. It, is it, Usos just, it just doesn't feel like they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, it doesn't feel like they're feuding at all. It feels like they're still feuding with American Alpha. Mm. Yeah, I thought, uh, I actually liked both shows this week. I thought Raw was the better show. I... Had a blast watching Raw, uh, and I wasn't even drunk. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I thought Raw was a better show by far this week. I'm will uh, also both vote in for ring Raw. stuff and for programs getting advanced. Mm. Yep, much better show this week. We unanimously are giving it to Raw this week on the yes, picks. We are uh, studs and duds, boys of uh, SmackDown. Right. Uh, I'm gonna give the stud to uh, the Miz uh, Dolph stuff. Uh, I like. Like I said, both the title builds that I thought of, but I thought this one was was really good with the get, actually getting the Spirit Squad guys back. 
uh, which I did not expect. Uh, and my dud is going to be Bray Wyatt not finding a win anywhere, ever. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Studs, Spirit Squad, and I'm going to give it to AJ Styles because I thought he had a good promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, duds, uh, pretty much everything else on SmackDown this week. That's, you can't do that. Oh, okay, fine. Oh. It wasn't uh, even that bad a show. We've had no, way it just, worse I know, Smackdowns. it just felt like nothing had happened. Um, no, I'll give Duds specifically to uh, Usos and American Alpha match, just because it was so fast. Like, I had to watch it twice, sure. just because I got up to get a glass oh, of water, quick. and it was already over. And I was like, what happened? Mm. That's your water match. That's when you're supposed to go get that. Yeah, it's the pee break. Yeah. Uh, I will give my studs to the Spirit Squad. Yeah, fucking right. Uh, I'm going to give my dud to the Orton-Wyatt stuff. Yeah, that was pretty lame as well. It just didn't, like... I mean, he escaped, and I guess... Will we find out, like, where does this... What does this mean? That's the thing. This is a weird thing to go home for. They're not starting and ending their little, like, contained things on each show. They're just running this big paranormal thing across multiple episodes... Which is fine for a build, but for a go home, you want right. something you to happen. Right, you would have hoped it would have ended. Unless yeah. it's something that, like, carries on at No Mercy. Maybe. Like, where it's like, where the fuck is Bray? Where's Bray at now that he f- disappeared from the shipping mm-hmm. container? Yeah. I thought the shipping container was the back of a deep truck. bed truck and the Randy Orton was going to drive away. <laughs> Good. All right, that's uh, that's SmackDown. We can uh, move on to the emails here. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about NXT first. We could do and that. maybe make picks for No Mercy. That we don't do that before emails. We've never done that before. Emails. Oh, I thought we used to do pay per view picks you before Ed. Are high. Oh. I'm actually not at all. I uh, if you guys just give me a half hair, I can. Uh, I have the thing. Okay. Just gonna stall for a couple minutes. Talk about some things like wrestling. Wrestling's fun. There's a Good new old Don- wrestling. There's a new Don Air shop open in Sherwood Park by uh, Robbie's. Did you know about that? Where is it though? Do you know where it's it is? It's on Baseline over by uh, the Home Hardware. Over by AJ's. Is there two? Really? Do you yeah. guys go to Original Joe's or Average Joe's when you're average. in the park? Uh, yeah, Average when we're in the park. I like both those. Is that places the one lot, that's but... by Home Hardware? Ho- yeah, Home Depot and by the oh, yeah. EV. Home Depot. Is it home? It's a Home Depot, not a Home yeah. Hardware. I don't think we have home. Oh no, we have. Yeah, home we hardware. do. We have yeah. a little home hardware. It looks way shittier than Home Depot. Home Depot looks like a Walmart does. hardware store, whereas yeah. Home Depot looks like some dude threw a bunch of wood on some shelves. It's like an old timey almost. Like you go in and you pick out the screws. I have my stuff here. Uh, <laughs> good work, gentlemen. Good. Uh, the Bollywood Boys. I was excited to see them first. Uh, first Me week too. of. First week of the Dusty Classic. The Authors of Pain in yes, the first week, the first match. The first sighting of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Which was unfortunate when Authors of Pain came out because I went, oh. I know, I was yeah. so excited. Because, like, the Bollywood <laughs> Boys' entrance is super cool together. Yeah. They both, like, dance in opposite directions, and then the, the one camera. guy does the yeah. the hand-turning camera. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I don't love their gimmick. I didn't love them during the, uh, CWC? the CWC. That said, I only got to watch both of them once, and they both lost. You, you, what don't you like about the gimmick? Uh, I do think I, I don't. I think it's too gimmicky. Like it's too much of a a job. Like oh, we had the pl- the plumber, the fireman, and the Bollywood <laughs> your characters. That's your three, right? That's your triple threat at Mania. Sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, that's fair. Yeah, you look for gimmicks. I don't like jobs. And this, I know it's not really a job, but it felt too close to that. Mm-hmm. 
I, I like that they are kind of embracing the stereotypes around them. Like the the, sure. the curry yeah. beatdown. What do they call it? The curry kick or Oh yeah, the curry kick and, that, and the Bollywood beatdown. Yeah. That might right. also be a little bit a part that I don't like too, where it's like, ah, you you went with Bollywood, eh? When you're all right. But at least they're at least it's legitimately East Indian people playing an East Indian character. It's not like a Mohammed Hassan thing where you're like, right. that guy's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Mm. Um, he's not even Jamaican. He's not even Jamaican. I wish we still had drops because that would still, that would 100% be one. What? That guy's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we had uh, a weird one. I, first of all, I thought this was going to be a tag match because Rich Swan came out just after the bracket came up saying Rich Swan is tagging with uh, No Way Jose. Hmm. So Rich Swan came out and I was like, oh, we're going to get this tag match. And then it turns out to be a singles match against Patrick Clark. Who seems to be playing a very flamboyant... He's Prince. Prince-like... He's a gay man. I'm calling it now. He's a gay man. You think he's a gay man? You think he's a real gay man? No, I don't know if he... I don't know if he... Oh, he's right. playing he's a gay, gay man. But I think this is the first character. This is the LGBT character? I think so. He did the... Might like, be. When Swan looked at him in the on when he was coming down the ra- uh, ramp, uh, he did like a little kissy motion at Swan, and Swan then made this awesome face that's a meme now on every internet yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see... How they handle this moving forward. I'm excited. But can you handle this? <laughs> uh, I, all night long. Um, you know what? You can have a high five for that one, That was Brando. pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. You guys pretty much saw what Rich Swan was like at PWG almost at this point. With like the crowd being so off, into yeah, him. The whole time. And then him vibing off of it and like kind of dancing around. Great. I love his little leg swing thing that he does. Like the kind of like yeah, the dude love style with the, the little hands. the funky knees or whatever. I like I like when he's walking out to the ring and doing like the hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. I was like, I just want to walk down the and street. And also like singing that. his own theme, which yeah. I love when guys do that. Because yeah. that's I would do that. Oh, absolutely. 100% I'd do that. Bobby Roode's probably saying it to himself. Glorious. In his head. He yeah. really has to fight to not give into the awesome yeah. song. Uh, Rich Juan won this match. Yes, he did. And apparently, Patrick Clark got his chi- uh, tooth chipped in this Uh-oh. match. Had to go to the trouble. dentist. There's a Patrick video Clark's a big boy. The dot com of him going to the dentist. Yeah. So, not uh, not Isaac Yankum, unfortunately. Danielle Camella versus Peyton Royce, who is uh, now best friends with, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's that blue girl's name? Peyton Royce and. And we'll go. Billy Kay. Thank Billy Kay. There it is. The two um, girls who are the most successful we've been talking about the past bit when they've been trying to rebuild this division. And then when they paired them up, I was like, oh, you took the girl, two best pretty much. Well, they're both Australian. They're yeah. both tall ladies Beautiful. with yep. long legs. Yeah. They like honestly, when they walked in backstage together, I was like, yes, that's that perfect. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, was it Peyton Royce uh, gets the win there uh, in a match that I thought was going to be a squash because I had never heard of the other girl, uh, and then ended up being a pretty competitive match. Yeah, and I like, it went along longer than we thought it would be too. Yeah, like Peyton Royce is like entrance, like she's really good at playing up this. Like she's not directly Poison Ivy, but right. she kind of is. Yeah, like her laying, it's winking at it, her yeah. laying on the ropes. I'm like, you saw a panel where she was laying in her vines, and Batman's like, Ivy, you can't be in this garden. That, that could, it could be it. Thanks, Batman. Batman. <laughs> I got a good Batman work. without being over the top. Batman to say what garden she can be yeah. in? Yeah. I run this city. Like, that's his biggest issue? He's a, this is the equivalent of, like, this is cops a public, giving out parking tickets. This is a public park, Ivy. You can't be here. Yeah. It's like, don't you have, like, Mr. Freeze to go stop? He's he's 
Got a big iceberg <laughs> flying at the city, and you're, you're here murdering to people right yeah. now. Maybe and you're here to deal. kick me out of a garden. Can't I, you uh, read the sign? I'm just trying to have no one in the park after 10 p.m. I saw a meme today that said, uh, "We have a billionaire uh, villain running for president, and clowns are running around killing people. We need Batman more than ever." That's true. Which is what true. the fuck is up with these clowns? Yeah, like it. like it. it's like, in Canada now. It's here. I know they crossed the border, they and fucking, I was like, "What the? F- where's our border patrol? Not they had to stopping do a them." Goddamn school lockdown in Edmonton today. For yeah, shit. And they, and wait, Sean really? Is having an issue? Yeah, Harry Anus. <laughs> wait, Harry Ainley? Yeah, yeah. Was, That's yeah, close was, to where I used to live. It was uh, yesterday. They had to lock it down. Yep. Uh, what? Clowns in the Spray Park in Fort Saskatchewan. Spray Park's probably closed, which makes it even scarier. Yep. Probably some people just walking through and. Old abandoned spray park, and you see clowns walking around. Not cool. Stop that. If I was in America, I'd have I would a gun. shoot them. Mm-hmm. It's true. If we could get guns, guns up here, we could have yeah. gums. We would just offer them some double bubble and hope they go away. Gonna gum you. Do you guys ever uh, read or watch it? Nope. I uh, know. Yeah. I hear the book's really scary, though. The book is terrifying and also incredibly long. <laughs> it's okay, man. I'm I'm reading Harry Potter nowadays. I do books. There you go. Those movies are coming back to theaters, so get hyped. What are you, uh, what are you thinking of the Harry Potter book? Which one are you on? Uh, I'm currently just reading The Cursed Child. Okay. That's like the Isn't screenplay. That, you're supposed to read that at the end. Yeah, I know. Okay. But then I'll go Sorry. back and read the other ones before. I've seen the movies. But then now you know he lives. Yeah, I knew he would. Harry Potter would make it out no matter what. Come oh, on. Oh, he's awful close there. Touch and go. <laughs> <laughs> Touch and go for Harry. Yeah. Uh, what are we at now? Okay, so this is cool. Uh, we get our uh, Danny Mantha yes. debuting. Mathis or whatever? Is it, is it Mathis? Who's I, don't, Mantha? I don't know. I, I wasn't really paying Mantha? attention because I was Mantha or Mantha? Mantha. One of the two. Is Mantha, is Danny Mantha? Mantha a person? Can you Google Danny Mantha? All right. Uh, Danny Mantha. Is it Danny even? Ma- Dan. Just Dan. Okay. Dan Mantha. I wonder if Danny Mantha is a person. Uh, yeah, so he comes out after he's got a few vignettes. No, not a real person? Nope. Uh, and uh, comes to the ring. You think it's going to be a big squash? Samoa Joe comes out and just totals the guy before Ruins the match. Him. Just destroys him. Just destroys him. So, uh, he calls out William Regal again, and we realize that there's a chance that we might not ever see this guy again, and if they might have just been doing a build for the sake of this Joe development. Yeah, just to be like, holy shit, he's not just taking out tag teams you've never heard of. Right. He's this guy was build, this, built up a little bit. Yeah, he's supposed to be a top prospect. Big which, deal. Which is brilliant. Oh, totally. Put video packages for this guy. Because this guy could just monster. be a jobber. This right. guy could be a guy that they never plan to use, but they're like, well, hey, what if we what if we fucking use like a few vi- He's a big guy. Let's use a couple of video packages, make him seem like a big deal. He's never got to work or anything. He's never got to be on the microphone. We could just make him seem like the next Brock Lesnar, and then Smojo comes, kicks his ass, you never see him again. I hope to God that's the case. I hope this isn't an actual contracted guy. That they plan to use somewhere down the line because he career. looked like a complete fucking idiot. Yeah. But that's I, I loved this. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was good outside the box thinking. Absolutely. Uh, Cedric Alexander and No Way Jose versus The Revival. I called it. These guys weren't making it out of the first round. That's not right, is it? It's Rich Swan and, and uh, No Way Jose as a tag team, not Cedric Alexander. No, Cedric they... Alexander and Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah, and they faced The Revival. Yeah, not, not No Way Jose. Uh, These notes are wrong. Oh, <laughs> not my notes. I was going to say, after this match, though, there's that No Way Jose, Rich Swan vignette together. And I was like, damn it, they're going to work well as a pair. Where it's like, can you handle this? And then it's like, no way, Jose. And it's tremendous. Like, tremendous. Yeah, yeah. It's good it, made, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. 
I got that right earlier in the show. <laughs> when I was like, these guys are a tag team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I fucked it up now, and it all down the drain. Mm. <laughs> um, Wasted. The Revival win. Uh, it is a good match. Which, and we were even wondering what, like, this could have gone either way for me because I was wondering if maybe you just get the tag team champions out of here early just to add right. that into the fold of his this last, tournament. His last year, they didn't, the champs didn't win, which is always kind of a weird thing because you're trying to book your tag team champs like they're the best tag team, but then they lose this tournament. Um, the best part of this was that uh, Sienna almost turned heel. Finally. Finally. And the crowd dug that he turned heel. Yeah, they because they because they booed said, hard. Finally, like, <laughs> the same way that we just did. Yeah, yeah, they've been waiting for it. They knew. Uh, as I soon think... as I saw Cedric Alexander not facing his partner, I go, "He's gonna hit him. He's gonna like Cien's gonna do a move or something." Yeah. And I thought this was gonna happen last week when they went on one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Then it didn't, and I was really disappointed. I was like, God, that just seemed like it would make so much sense, and I didn't understand why they were giving him Alexander if they were keeping him a face, because that's a terrible idea. Uh, and then uh, now I'm happy. Yeah. I think he could uh, find su- some success as a heel. I'd be interested to see if he goes back to the mask. I don't think he's ever going to go back to being a mask guy in WWE. Okay. Uh, WWE currently has four mask superstars. It's true. They do have a lot of them. Not and they don't know what more. to do with any of them, really, right now. Who are they? Kalisto, Sin Kalisto, he's hurt right right now. Sin where the fuck is he? Yeah. He's doing the minor card shows like Superstars or Main Event. Yes, he's not very good. Lindsay Dorado. Right. Oh, and uh, Grand Metallic. And Grand Metallic. I forgot about the crews, the new ones. Yeah. Like, who the fuck are the They got four mask guys and don't know what to do with any of them at this point. Mm. But Eric, for all we know, next week, all of a sudden, they're all in angles. Eric Rowan also is hurt. <laughs> and also wears a mask. Yes. Good. Uh, that's it, right? That's, yeah. that's the NXT. Uh, we saw the bracket, which mm-hmm. we won't get into because I don't have it in front of me. Sanity but... and the the biggest matchup is Sanity versus Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. Right. Which... So that means that Sanity is two people. We know. Oh, we do you know not know is. what Sanity is, Scott? No. Me and oh, Warren know. We good. Got spoil. Oh, oh, you guys are not going to spoil? No, uh, we're not going to spoil. Oh, man. Don't we look can, it up. We're not going to spoil. Okay, I won't. Look it up. Remember it's, when we thought it was cra- Crazy Mary Dobson from the Indies? Yes. It's uh, it's good. Okay. I'll tell you that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Don't look it up. I won't. It'll be cool for you to watch it. Yeah, because okay. me and Warren, I was sad when I stumbled upon it because I was like, fuck, that would have been great to see. Uh, and then I asked Warren if he wanted to know. And he said yes. I'm only really on Twitter right now. Without having a laptop, I'm not really checking dirt sheets and shit. Yeah. So good. So yeah. Keep that um, up. Anyway, <laughs> when, once you see who it is, I'll be like, it is going to be you're going to be very disappointed that either them and it probably won't be them or uh, Perfect Ten. Perfect Ten have to go out. Oh damn. Okay, that's cool though. That's really cool. I think I think it just to me mean because you don't want to debut Sanity and have them lose. Right. So They're I gonna think win. Bobby Roode walks out on Ty Dillinger. Yeah, and then you have an all Canadian matchup. For then the you got a NXT feud for Canada. the takeover. Yeah. Um, update on Fuck last week's news story about Eddie Kingston getting a uh, NXT tryout. Yeah, yeah, he fucking blew it because he's working the TNA tapings. Oh no! He's one of the guys under a masked hood for a, a new faction they're debuting. Whoops. So, uh, yeah, Kingston fucked his chance of going to WWE. I don't know if they would have taken him, but yeah. don't ever expect to see him under that umbrella. Well, maybe that changes now, though, because who knows what, what uh, Smashing Pumpkins Dick Knuckle Billy has in mind and what he's keeping. You don't like the Smashing Pumpkins? This is an official, this is Not official a man. No. You don't like him? No. 
The oh, Knuckle they're a good band. All right, that's too whiny. You don't like nasally whiny right. stuff? Nah. Nah. All right, that's fair. But you'll like Rush. They're not nasally whiny. What? Getty Lee? I don't think they're super nasally. whiny, but it's high I, pitch. he sounds <laughs> it's high pitch. Okay. Pitch. And he's a good singer. <laughs> All right. So you know well, that song. That you can sing that song, but you can't tell me what the fucking. I did. Jack I sang Swagger's the other one is. just as well. No. No, you didn't. It's not my fault was... that you couldn't decipher my angelic tones. <laughs> his old tones? themes or his new themes? The not Rage new. Against the Machine one. Which which Rage song did he come out to? Wasn't it On Your Knees? It was something on your knees. Welcome to Sing Along with Brando and Scotty. You guys literally just hummed another famous... Rage, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, so I was doing Testify. Theme. Yeah, okay. I was like, that's not his theme. Bow, wow, 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 wow. But it's something about On Your Knees. I'm starting to wonder if he came out to Wild Eyes. The more I think about it. It, it was very similar to, yeah. to that, though. It's on the same album. It's on Battle for Los Angeles. Anyways. Is it turned down for what? Okay, <laughs> now we can do the emails because we've done the wrestlings part. Um, oh, are you sure we shouldn't do the pay-per-view? <laughs> I swear we used to do pay-per-view picks. Never. I think that's only because... Never. We always forget to do pay-per-view picks till it's almost too late. That's true. We've never completely forgot, though, I don't think. No, we've never been home or left the studio or stopped recording and been like, shit, guys, we didn't preview this. We've forgotten about dead guys before, but we never forgot. We forget about, about dead guys a lot. That's yeah. the world for you, though. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, okay, now, because he asked me to, because he's fucking drunk as shit. Oh, dude, that was two hours ago. He's going to be so drunk now. Big he's Bad Horse is now joining us on the telephone, because he wants to talk about the cruiserweights. All right. Okay, first of all, I'm not drunk as shit. Oh, he's hammered. Oh, I thought, oh, just hammed. I thought this was going to be a message. <laughs> to the nines. Listen to the guy. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> I'm 40 years old, so I can't get drunk as shit, because if I did, I would die. I mean, Can you hear us, Boring? Or Boring? Uh, no, Boris can't hear you there, okay. which is unfortunate. But uh, Okay, so what did you think about the Cruiserweights, Boris? Okay, so we're, I'm just talking to you then? Yes. All right. We can hear you, though. So let's go back in time to the very first week the Cruiserweights debuted on Raw. Okay. In your time machine, folks. Okay, and the first thing we saw was Mick Foley do his whole uh, dog in the fight speech. Okay. Now... Notwithstanding the fact that he totally fucked up the whole delivery of that promo. Right, yeah. To, to me, I just heard, these guys are small. They're good. They're small. It's okay that they're small, though. They're good. That's what I heard. So to me, that puts them behind the eight ball right off the bat. To the, the casual fan who's not like you and me, or maybe more so Scotty and me. Okay. Number two, the second that he pulled out the notes that had the names on the notes to introduce for that match. Incredibly disrespectful and totally horrible. We think it might have been the weight? Maybe, yeah. Brando's just saying maybe it was just the weight, like they wanted to get the weight. Like he didn't want to okay, well, fuck you know that what? up. I was even I was even willing to give the benefit of the doubt to that, and I'm walking around my neighborhood on my speakerphone now because <laughs> I don't want to wake my wife up. Good. But just loaded. This week Just on loaded. They had those Hammered. very courageous women who defeated breast cancer. Right, which Scotty <laughs> shit all over early on today. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> I get that, but at the same time, like, I understand from a wrestling standpoint, we don't care. That's not why but I don't from care. From a life standpoint, that's very cool. Yep. But notwithstanding, if you throw that all out the window, both of them had all those names memorized and didn't need a piece of paper, and they're not even talent. True. That's a good point. I guess that's a good way to relate it. In yep. that, yeah, it's not even real talent that you're trying. I remember to being talk actually about. impressed. Yeah. And third of all, and I honestly believe this, and you can call me a conspiracy theory nut, <gasps> but I think that everybody who was in the Cruiserweight Classic, who ended up on Raw, was taken aside in a meeting with Vince or whoever, and said, "Okay, all that stuff you guys did at Full Sail, it's not going to fly here. We need to cut it down to half speed." Or else you're gonna make all the rest of our guys look like shit. So I need you guys to slow it down and do it raw style. And I honestly believe that's what happened. I believe that too. They kind of neutered I them. I think it's getting better, but that first week, everything looked show, uh, slow as shit to me. Yeah, I, I think you could be right. Uh, maybe not to that extent, but I'm sure that there was some sort of a conversation that said you guys can't go out there and do what you've been doing. And part of it's time given, week. and part of it's crowd reaction. I'm like. Not Sure. I love what they did with uh, Kendrick and giving them a little bit of an angle and some meat to kind of get behind. Yeah. And I like the fact they're establishing Nice as kind of a, a strong heel. Yeah. And TJP's entrance music is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But Even as a non-video game fan. Exa- well, I'm a I'm an 8-bit video game That's fan. That's true. I came from that generation. So, But, uh, yeah, I think that they were told to slow down on purpose and it's going to take us a little bit of a time to get used to the fact so it's not going to be as good as it was during the CWC. Which is, which I guess is just unfortunate that they did it back to back. That you go from the CWC into this. Like, if that was the plan, you almost wish that they would have given it more of a buffer, so that you, yeah. they didn't have the bar set so high for them from immediately weeks before. Turn, it's a very quick turnaround, but uh, Ho-Ho's back, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Okay. Team China. Thanks, thanks, Boris. We appreciate it. You can go back to drinking now. I've heard a rumor I might be in next week taking Scotty's place because he has another uh, wellness violation. Is that true? Is that? Have you guys talked about this? Since yeah, I, I don't know if I can make it next week. Rumor circulating. They got to work Thursday and Wednesday. And I may be called upon next week. Okay. Yeah. Scotty's just saying that he has to work Thursday and Wednesday. So. <laughs> Sounds like you're in, Boris. We'll see you next week. All right. Okay. Thanks, bud. Bye. There you go. There's the first phone call. Actually, no, we called you that one time, didn't we? Yeah. I forgot about that. Well, there you go. We're now doing phone calls. He fuck was he drunk earlier. He's texting me, chirping me about the <laughs> Blue Jays winning. And fucking. They're not even playing each other. He's drunk, talking to us about what was he talking about too? He's a wrestling god. Yeah, he kept saying that he was a wrestling god. He just sent me a green heart with two exclamation points in front of the heart. Oh, He's drunk. Weird. The man's hammered. Good. What'd you guys say? You think he get, you think they got told? To, I know Scotty does. You think they got told to bring it down? I I really, I don't think it's to the extent like Boris said, but I do think that there was like that there must have been a conversation of that sort where they said we can't have you guys go out there and give it a hundred and ten every week because you're gonna make the rest of the wrestlers look like shit. And part of it is where do you go? You can't go up from there. Right, like exactly. what do you what do you then, what do you say for the pay per view? Right, when there needs to be different tiers of what you bring. Right, like if you go out and give your cruiserweight challenge 
match performance. <laughs> um, Callback. Yeah. During the pay-per-views. Right. Uh, but then on Raw, you have to go down, which is it's something like you always want. Oh, I want to get 100% from my wrestlers every week. Yeah. But at some point, you can't do that. Otherwise, your your pay-per-view matches are just like, well, I, could, I saw a better one on Raw. Hell, if there's four True. Raws for every pay-per-view, you got a 20%, you only got a 20% chance of that match being the best match all month that the program has. Kind of like or the that division has from a couple months ago. Yeah, totally. Sasha and Charlotte way better on Raw than it was at the pay-per-view. Yeah, so hmm. I can see that. And I think they also handcuffed them a lot with the time they're getting. Oh, for sure. They're not yep. getting the time, obviously, and they can't get the flow going that they got in the Cruiserweight Challenge because they don't have the time. Mm-hmm. And I think the matches also seem worse because the crowd is so quiet. Whereas Full Sail, I bet you you could do the same move, hit it the exact same way, and it would feel so much better at Full Sail because the crowd is just like, ah! Oh, yeah, I have the same thing when you see a, a match from like Ring of Honor and then you see the same guys wrestle for just a random indie and you're like, huh, the crowd didn't go nuts for these spots. Yeah. But the Ring of Honor crowd that knows who they are did. Mm. Okay, uh, let's go to the emails. First one is from Nova Punk. He wrote this on uh, on Sunday. Okay. So keep You've seen mind. nothing. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Del Rio no showing the AAA house show tonight? I think he got stabbed. He's faking it. Is ADR a scumbag? Yes. I'm going to say yes. That's yes. Regardless of this whole situation. Yes, he's a scumbag. We're just breaking it down? Absolutely. Paige could do better. Yes. Uh, That's good. I'm not going to make fun of him for writing that email because he wrote an email when he thought about it. No. And that's good. When the news broke or whatever. Everyone should be doing. When you have a question, you write us an email. You don't have to wait till the day of the pod, people. We want your emails. You just sitting around being like, I wonder, blankety blank, blank, blank has nothing to do with wrestling. Hmm. You send it in. Just send it in right there. We we give you two days, essentially, because the last, well, unless you want to talk about NXT, but if you want to talk about Raw or SmackDown or a pay-per-view. Yeah. Then SmackDown's done on Tuesday. We don't record until Thursday night. So you've got two full days to write us an email, satpod316 at yahoo.com. Yeah. Bam, that's what we call a plug. And oh. if you just want, if, you, if maybe you didn't care about SmackDown, maybe you haven't seen SmackDown, or you just got a question about Raw. Fuck it. Bang, send it then. Tuesday night. Maybe we've seen nothing You're and have there. a question about, like, oh, went, where's movie the best? Snacks. Yeah, where's the best movie snacks? You can send that seven days a week, 24 yeah. 7. Our or, email will take it. Our email, Mr. No Days Off, our email account. Uh, we got some weird spam this week. Jesus. Oh, I bet. I haven't checked the email in a while. I'm getting a lot of spam like to my phone via text these days. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of that too. Yeah. yeah. A lot, Fuck a lot off. Of, a lot of secret shoppers in needed. And they always like, need. they're always like, oh, hey, I got the number wrong. The last, like, they say something to make you think they're a real person. Mm. Like, hey, can you just check something for me? This link and buy this timeshare. <laughs> and then let sure. me know. Let me know how that yeah. goes. You're getting tweets. Text right me back. That. You're getting tweets from the shining stars. <laughs> yeah. Trying to sell you on That's that Puerto Rico timeshare. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next email is from Duncan. Huh? Dear the Canadian Satfas. Uh, That's supposed Satfas. to be a play on American Alphas. Ah. Oh, I see. Good well call. Done. Good call. Good. Uh, hey, dudes. I hope your weeks were spirited. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Had to take a week off of emailing after the roasting I received at the hands of the sad pod, but now yes. I'm back. <laughs> just a, just a what butchery. Did we, what did we roast I can't for remember. again? Uh, uh, he, he said Divas Division oh, instead right, of Women's right. Division. Yeah, right. That's fine. I think we did that and the next week. he emailed in a, a day late, and we gave him a bunch of shit. Oh, because oh, he had right. the two emails. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's funny that we did that, and that's then we're just plugging now. Like, oh, email whatever the fuck email you whatever want. you want, but don't email a day later. Well, you're gonna get fucking roasted. Listen, he took a week off. He sent two one week. Took yep. last week off. Now sure. he's back. So he's, so he's back still he's still on. Yeah, yeah. on pace. 
Uh, okay. He's a good kid, this Duncan. I like him. Me too. I'm a big fan. Yeah, Question me too. Done. He's a good oh. kid. I hope he told us about his uh, radio show. I hope, hope he told happening. us about his college life. Get uh, much, okay. much tail? Kill any famous presidents lately? Question time. <laughs> one, if Dolph isn't the one to dethrone the awesome one, uh-huh. then whom? I love that he uses whom. Uh-huh. That's my favorite. Whom, in your opinion, should be the one to take the IC championship? And is there anything left for Miz if he loses his title? The Miz is probably the most relevant he's been in years. I honestly think that he, if it was a babyface world champion, you could do a program. Easily you could do a program yeah. where he jumps up. Oh, yeah, totally. Right now. I always want him to lose to go to the main event because he's he's so hot right now. Yeah. But you'd need, like Warren said, you'd need the babyface yeah. to take the belt off. Once no one's Cena wins buy. at Mania, his 16th, then Miz can go up and do yeah. some things. If he can stay hot till then. Because you're right, he's earned... <clears throat> Like that little like one month program where he goes up, loses, coming back down. He's earned that because he's been yeah, so really good, good lately. That said, and well, I guess we'll get to this when we make our picks. Though, I I don't know what way that match is going to go, man. I really don't. It yeah. could go either way. You could have. Ziggler I don't think Cena lose. wins. Oh, that one. Okay. You like could me. have Miz. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Because you 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 the out the easy out is for. The Miz to win or lose by DQ, and then uh, Dolph wins, doesn't retire, but doesn't get the belt. Or did he say specifically, "I'm getting the belt"? I think it's he not said a no it's DQ championship. Match. Yeah, it's championship versus. So maybe you do that, and then he has to leave. Like Dolph wins via DQ, but Miz is like, "You didn't win the championship, bud. You're done." Maybe it would be nice if they spelled that out before the match. It would be so that I could just be invested. In the right way. They should make it a no DQ. They should. Yeah. And Maurice banned from ringside. Let's do this real. Let's yeah. do this real. This? Straight up. You know what they should do? Oh, never mind. I was like, they should put him in the cell. <laughs> and I realize that's the wrong pay-per-view. Question two. Of all the superstars in NXT right now, who do you predict becoming a major main event player on the main roster? And who do you see ending up like Tyler Breeze or Apollo Crews? That's currently in NXT? Yes. Uh, no, that's about to be in NXT. Motherfucker. Um, what the hell kind of question is that? Well, I was just asking. Sometimes I don't listen to the full question. Yeah, because you're on your fucking phone. Don't break kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, CN. CN almost. I could see I him being the next gets, Tyler Breeze if he gets called up. I don't think he ever gets up there. Yeah, he probably, yeah. he's really unhappy. He'll probably leave the yeah. company before that. Mind you, this heel thing could do something for him. Maybe. Maybe all of a sudden he's in programs and he feels like he's being used. Because his biggest thing right now is he feels he's being underutilized. I worry a little bit about the revival coming up and kind of getting shafted. And not being like the ass kickers that they were yeah. on. Yeah. Because it's tough to bring them up and do that gimmick as new guys. Right. That's a good point. But yeah. I hope I'm wrong. But I could I could see it. I think that they really like them because they're so old school. Yeah. So maybe they get the big booking right off the start. Yeah. Um I, Ty Dillinger, I think. Yeah. Has He's if he gets guy, up there, which is weird that I didn't know that he's like 36. Yeah. And he's been in developmental for like eight or nine years. He took the, the sweet chain music from Shawn Michaels at that pay-per-view. Yeah. That's what we learned. Did you ever hear about that? No. When Shawn Mike, when they were doing the DX gimmick and Shawn was all pissed off backstage and started super kicking everyone. Oh, when he's super kicking everyone he's in the, the hallway? He's the guy through the papers. Oh. <laughs> I remember Brando when he was just talking about watching all the manias I or whatever. I love that Just segment. fucking losing it. He's like, yeah. whoever the guy who threw the papers is, great fucking job. Fucking gold. Gold cell. Who would have known? Eventually, he would have been one of my favorite NXT wrestlers. <laughs> God damn it, Ty. You're just a beauty. 
yeah. So time's, time's ticking on him. I, I'm not yeah. like I'm not saying that he's going to be world champion. I don't think he has that in him. No. But I think he can have some some success. Oh, so you think he's him. more of the the positive type if he gets? Yeah, he's, he's the oh, next yeah. Seth Rollins, not the next Tyler Breeze. I wouldn't even say Seth Rollins. Oh, he's, he's more towards Seth Rollins yeah. than right. Tyler Breeze, but I don't think he gets that high. I think. I don't know. I think you can do some things with him, and it's a good gimmick, and I think people are starting to get behind him. So. I think Bobby Roode is kind of the same thing with him being an older guy in NXT. Yeah. Time's, think, time's a ticking on that one. They got I, just, yeah. I think Bobby Roode could come in. Like, if he doesn't have to spend too much time in NXT, I think Bobby Roode could come in and be a main event guy for a little while. Sure. Like, yeah. like he might settle in that kind of right between mid-card and upper-card, but I buy him as a main event heel uh, for some guys. The the tough thing with, with Bobby Roode for me is that, like, I mean, okay, they've called up AJ Styles, but AJ Styles is one of the, probably the best in-ring wrestler yeah. on the planet right now. So that makes sense that you call him up, or that he did, not that you call him up, that he mm-hmm. goes straight there. Right. But you look at Samoa Joe, who hasn't gotten the call up yet. Nakamura. Yeah. It, it Are just, you saying a TNA thing? I don't know if it's necessarily a TNA thing, but I just, I, yeah, until they start doing more of that, then I'll be more confident that they will for Bobby Roode. But maybe yeah. they just bring in these guys that are established, that have a name, just to help NXT, and that's it. Like, maybe that's what their mindset is with these guys. Do you think it's, the value of NXT. Do you think it's more, when I ask you if it's a TNA thing, if it's these guys not getting brought up because of TNA or because they're just big in any other promotion? Like, what do you think? No, because... What, do you, what are you getting at, I guess, is what I'm asking. I just I, I think that they bring in these guys not to be just on the to main help roster. NXT. Yeah, and right. that's all that they want from these guys. It's right. not that they're TNA guys or that they wrestled for another promotion or anything like that. Because you got to think when they plucked <clears throat> AJ, AJ hadn't been with TNA in a year and a half. He was a hundred percent a New Japan Ring of Honor guy at that mm. point, wrestling all over the world in other indies as mm. well. Yeah. So in that sense, you put him and Nakamura in the same category. Joe Aries and Rude, the last place they worked for the most part, was TNA. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will say about Joe is he, I am not worried about Joe not ever getting a call-up unless he doesn't get a call-up after he loses his rematch. Because right now, he's just tracking yeah, oh, exactly sure. the same as every single guy that they've put through the system, that has won the title, that has lost the title, that has lost the defense, and then gone up the ladder. And there's so many... Guys that went through that exact, whether it's Neville Baller. or Bo Dallas or Balor or Owens. like all those guys went through that exact same thing. And until he is down there and does it and loses that rematch and then is still down there working a different program, then I'll be like, they're never bringing him up, are even, they? Even then, though, just because of the timing of his rematch being in November, yeah, I, I don't think I would even write him off until that Raw After Mania. If he doesn't show up by the time we right. hit Raw After Mania yeah. and isn't on that show, then yeah, because the rumble still a hope that he's a surprise sure, or a mystery. Yeah. Which I I I mean we've been wrong on Samoa Joe how many times now? I think mm-hmm. we had him for the last two Raw years. after Mania, yeah, or maybe the one before. I think that. we had him in the last two Rumble picks. But too. I I do think he's going to be at the Rumble. I, I think so. the timing just makes so much sense for him to have that match in November. Go away for a few go months. away for a couple months and be there at the Rumble. And then be Shane's pick to fight Brock Lesnar, even though there's all these rumors going around that it is going to be Shane and Lesnar at WrestleMania. Bill Goldberg. That or The Undertaker. <laughs> Lesnar at WrestleMania. Or Bill Goldberg. Or Bill Goldberg and Lesnar at WrestleMania. Jesus. Uh, question three. 
for Brando and Boris and Warren. Well, Boris isn't here. What the fuck? Am I not part of this podcast anymore, Duncan? No, it's because it's a college question. You didn't oh. go to college. Calm oh. down, yeah. How did you guys? Uh, how did you guys do during your first year of college? It's kicking my butt royally for Scotty being the only one in a relationship. Well, <clears throat> Whoa, bad timing, Duncan. Maybe you should email it a couple weeks ago. Uh, only oh, one in a relationship. Getting and hot in, in this room. <laughs> and in Boris's case, not already married, if you did get married. Uh, would the wedding be wrestling-themed? And Okay, that's another question. He's, I was going to say, what happened here? Uh, let's talk about the, the, uh, the college thing. College. How did we do? Yeah. Uh, I, it's uh, weird for us to talk about this because our college was... It was very... More like junior high than anything. Right. Like it was just like there was no homework. It was like we need you to go record some things. Yeah, we had like I had homework, but it was all big projects. Like it was all like it was never day to day homework because of the industry we're in. It was like we want you to make this great feature, and we're gonna give you two months to do it. Uh, do it whenever the fuck you want. Um, for me, I've always been aces at school. That is not to be a braggart. But I, uh, I've i never been bad at school, and I've never worked very hard at school. School was always something I was just good at. Hmm. Um, and it was the same. Like it, Honestly, Nate felt kind of like a joke. It felt like, well, I could do this blindfolded, yeah. so I'm going to push it all the last minute, still get good marks, and spend most of my time going to the nest or hanging out with my friends. Hanging out at the blind hang, duck. Going hanging out at the, yeah, the blind duck, the jock lounge. Uh, anywhere I could other than actually doing schoolwork. And then, yeah, I pulled through fine. Got a local job coming out, as did you. Uh, yeah. yeah. School was easy. College was easy. My first year of college was easy. My second year of college was easy. My third year of college, I literally crunched the numbers and got my mark up as high as I possibly could until I was like, I could not hand in another thing all year and still have a fine mark. And then I literally stopped handing shit in. I took zeros on some assignments because I was like, and they're like, what are you doing to hand this in? I was like, well, I understand it, and I didn't need to do it. So, good. Uh, okay, Scotty. Yeah. If you get married, would you do a wrestling themed wedding? Probably not. Uh, the wrestle. I had a girl who really liked wrestling. Now I have two girl. One girl who's barely watched wrestling in now her life. I have two girls. Uh, uh, well, I don't have two girls. I have two girls I'm talking to and I'm interested in. But uh, one like wrestling so over her head. Like I was like. Hey, you know I do this podcast, right? And she's like, "Yeah, it's on like wrestling or something, right?" And I was like, "Fucking a." Yeah, it is. Cuz like uh, wrestling uh, subjective, not everybody gets it, right? Like uh like next Friday is going to be so weird for me. I am going to the house show, boys. Okay. But it's uh it's now boys night out at my house. So it's me, my dad, and my younger brother all going. Nice. My sure. dad at least follows. He hasn't watched in like a month, but he knows who people are. That's Younger good. brother only watched when he was a kid. So Not my brother, clue. like Umaga era. Okay. Yeah. So aside from him watching a little bit of Raw at the gym this week, he's got no clue who anyone is. That's fine. Hey. That's a fun way to go in a host show sometimes. Uh, if you had, if you could have one wrestler marry you and your wife, who would it be? Oh, like or they're sorry, doing whom would it be? Uh, they're giving the ceremony. Yeah. Uh, the Reverend Slick. That would be pretty good. No. Marriage, Ellie or Devon, or Teddy Long. Fucking, at least they're. Do you guys want to do a tag team match? Teddy would be for good. eternity. Teddy would be really good at. Yeah, it. you got him in gimmick. Yeah, I think is Reverend Slick even alive? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Were they not the? Okay, well, if he's not that. old, like well enough to do the ceremony, I would get Teddy Long. Paul Heyman would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty good. funny, actually. You guys, ready to get 
Extreme. And Slick's only 58. He's not. Oh, even Slick that old. could do it. He's not even. That I'm, old I'm going to my first pick, Slick. Then Jim Ross would be kind of fun. <laughs> By God. <clears throat> Moro just screaming at you. Yeah. Mama Mia, what a wedding! <laughs> I now pronounce you man and wife. <laughs> you may kiss the bride. Spooky stuff from uh, the groomsmen. Well, just have after you after you kiss her, just have JBL yo. Ball game! Yes! <laughs> Ball game! <laughs> yes, I want all three. Yeah. I want all, except for Otunga. No, no Otunga. What if what if they're not officiating it? You get someone else to officiate it, but they are just Commentate. literally yeah, a DVD on a desk track? and just yelling the thing the whole time. I'd like Byron Saxton as the three. <laughs> Ronello, JBL, and Saxton. Yeah. Well, you know, guys, I think this is a really nice ceremony. Okay, that, but I want Ric Flair officiating my wedding. Yeah, but Woo! Like, yeah. yeah, but then halfway through, he tries to take the wife for himself. That's all right. She's loyal. Yeah, She's loyal. Well, we'll see. She's a Hufflepuff. She never had a 16-timer. He'd be fucking, like, strutting behind the podium. <laughs> It'd be great. It'd be entertaining. Um, uh, what, I guess we can answer this question, too. Brando? Mm, yeah. Uh, with the, with the, would you do a wrestling theme at all? Uh, no. No, Bad move. I think I think the only wrestling thing that I would do, because I wouldn't want to do the whole thing, because that would be a little cheesy, but... Yeah. When you when you get to the reception and you're gonna get bring in everyone for the eating, I would get like that. Treat that as a wrestling thing. Like, okay. Each one of my groomsmen picks a wrestling theme. We have a guy do like a wrestling style intro sure. for everyone, yeah. and yeah. that's, that's making their way to the right. main table. And that's it. And I come up with a title belt because I'm the champ now. I think no. it would be so cute if she you, should have to give you the title belt. Sure. I think it'd be so cute if you and your wife had tag team titles. That's not bad. Like that'd be a cute thing where like sure. no. your friends Warren's who, the champ. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I run this thing. I'm the champ that runs the camp. Uh, no, I would do whatever she wanted to do. Probably, I will have more hills to die on than anything to do yeah. with the wedding. It's sad to say that like a wedding is more like for girls. It's kind of like oh, it's their big day, or like you know they sure. only get one wedding. Hopefully, uh, well, I don't know. You never know. People remarry or get married multiple times. But like, there are probably more... some marriages where it's like, hopefully, you get more than one wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like there's some girls the way they like plan weddings. Like, oh, I had a backup planned wedding just in case. You're like, mm. so are you already w- like looking for your second husband? This thing? one off, right? Yeah, yeah. this one's a write off. Mulligan. Uh, Ball game. Duncan says, uh, I'm thinking of calling my wrestling radio show on campus the Rest Hold. Okay. Any Ooh. thoughts? Yeah, keep put, on put your listeners the to sleep. Call yourself the master of the chin lock. <laughs> at Brian Danielson. That could be your tagline. Put your listeners to We put you to sleep. Um, yeah, that's not a bad name. I like that name. Yeah. I will say that you should do your research. Make sure that there's not another show called that. And there's three Sapods. Or not Sapods. There's, there's another one now? Yeah, they're also Canadian, but they're nice. I've talked to them on Twitter because Will from New Blood Rising was like, hey, maybe you guys should meet. And then he showed it us all out on the last pod, but then there was like, not the Spanish announce table from Kansas City. They're a bunch of pricks because they are. They are. They, they try they to like get they their. They try to get their fan base to attack us based on yeah. the name. You don't own cool. that fucking thing. We fuck had off. It first anyway. Hey guys, my... I don't check my Twitter. Um, <laughs> Brandon's like, I don't let social media get to me, guys. Just hmm. grow up. Do you do you know what they're? T- I'd like to know what they're. I didn't know that there was a third one. Now. Yeah, there's a third one. Making our own little stable of Spanish announce table podcasts. We're like the tweener one. We're the the other ones are heels. These guys can be the straight baby faces, and then we're the the tweeners. Uh, right. If I t- if I type in Spanish announce table podcast on Twitter, a tweet comes up from Big Bad Porus from June fifteenth, and it says, "Checked out the other Spanish announce table podcast. Pure junk." 
<laughs> you heard it here first from the drunkest man we know. Uh, that's good. That's tremendous. Uh, oh, is this it? We're going to start a podcast with this guy called the Spanish Announce Table. Oh. More the merrier. Oh. Ours is called SatPod now. Yeah, we're, we're SatPod. That's true. It's so true. We kind of rebranded. But it's still, the, the, the that's name what it is still for. Spanish Announce Table. So. Okay, thanks for the email, Duncan. And finally, Jason, I can't pronounce his last name properly. Scotty's going to do it for me. Jason Kiesler. There it is. Guys, I loved the theories for Skinny Nathan explosion that you came up with last week. Oh, right. Uh, especially Brando's because it was grounded and complicated. Mm-hmm. Here's a fat kid tip on how to get <laughs> butter <laughs> on all of your popcorn. Fat kid tips are the only ones you can trust. This is going back to our snacks <clears throat> at the movies thing. Yeah. Uh, how to get uh, butter? Uh, how to get butter on all your popcorn at the movies if they have the self-serve butter pumps? Oh, this is gonna okay. be good. Take oh oh, oh. genius! Take a slushy <laughs> straw, jam okay. it into the top of the bag of the popcorn, and then pump the fake butter into the opening of the straw. This will get the butter to the bottom later. Well done. Gods truly walk well among done. us. Jason Kiesler was also giving me a fat kid tip on don't eat a full poutine out of sadness like I did earlier this week. Can you, oh, you eat it out of happiness? No, I was like upset about stuff and yeah, I hadn't eaten all day. So then I binged on food. But I'm saying, can you eat it at the half? Oh, you could. Okay. As you long shouldn't... as you're not, if you're sad, don't eat the whole thing. No, yeah. I was like, I was, that's pre- how I was, addiction I was pretty what damn. If I'm sad and hungry. I just wanted poutine. No, because then you associate eating the poutine with being sad. Ah, and, and you're right. poutine. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Then anytime you're sad, you're just like, oh, I could go for some gravy and cheese curds. Mm. So, uh, comfort food. Poutine lilism starts. Sure. Speaking of movies, Halloween is coming up. So, do you guys have any go-to movies that help you uh, that help put you in the spooky spirit? And what types of horror movies do you prefer? Thanks again, Jason Kiesler. He even put a phonetic pronouncer at nice. the end for me. Nice. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I really enjoy uh, 80s slasher films. I like horror in general. It's probably my favorite genre. That's probably my least favorite genre. Okay, uh, is horror horror is like jump scares, right? Any, well, anything from jump scares to gore films. What's the ex- difference between a horror and a thriller? Thriller generally doesn't have as much blood or as much gore. Like and it's just kind good... of there to make you think about like, what oh is, my. What is Saw? Is Saw That's a horror. horror. That's a horror film. Okay, well, I really like the Saw movie. I okay. watch that every October. Those are good. The Those first are probably four my favorite Saw films are really good. I didn't even mind the other ones. I thought they were all good. I, I totally lose track of them after like three. Like I don't like, not that I liked or disliked, just mm. that I don't remember what happened. I remember the first two vividly. vividly yeah, like, the yeah. house and then the fucking bathroom. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they kind of, the, what happens in the third one? Is that the one where the the guy is running through like the kind of the gauntlet, the one guy, and there's yeah. like the frozen girl? Yeah, it's a fir- that's what the is one that the frozen three? girl where it's all about avenging, finding your child yeah. killer. Yeah, The person who killed oh, your child. Oh, and it ends up on that like crucifix. Yeah, the thing. guy with the wrist ah. where it bends his wrist all the way around until ah. they break. The third one is also where you find out that the chick from the first one is the one helping Oh, him. yeah. yeah. The, oh. Yeah. oh, man. Now I kind of want to watch Saw. We should watch the Saws this Halloween. Oh, I'm watching every uh, I really enjoy the Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street ser- uh, series. I like those in a way, but not in like a, I'm going to sit down and enjoy these movies. I'm going to be like, I'm going to have these on and they're going to be stupid. And I've seen them all a hundred times. Yeah. The first four, three or four Friday the 13th aren't that silly. Yeah. From five till 10. It gets fucking slapstick. Ten, where it's just like ten's the best one. X. Yep. Jason in space. in space. Yeah. Oh my god, that one's the worst. In space. That's the best one because he's in space. Uh, How do you get to space? I think actually, like part they, three is probably the best actually. Oh, or part two. I really like sack bag sack head Jason. Good times. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not a big 
I don't like scary movies. I like, I don't like things jumping out at me. Like I like it. Every now and then I'll go see like a good. Did like you a, see Don't Breathe? Yeah, I saw Don't you, Breathe. You speak highly of that. Didn't yeah, you? that was pretty good. Like that's the kind of horror movie I like, where it's a little more, suspense a little more well thriller. thought out. Yeah, a little more. Well, where where it's not just like here's your people, everyone's gonna die, go. See, I I like all aspects of it. I like the ones that make you think a little more. I like the silliness of just like how many people can we kill on screen. Um, I like Japanese horror where it's more like films about gore. Yeah. Like people like get their, like their stomach slashed and then everything falls out. It, Saw is fucked up. Saw is pretty fucked. The, the good thing about Saw Mainstream is it's based fucked. in a really cool concept. The game is, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's all, and, and, and the first people, few tie together in really cool ways. Uh, that, that movie is fucked up. I remember though. when like Saw 5 or 6 came out and I was like, is the old man even running the thing anymore? Because he died. There was one that started with the autopsy of the old man. I saw that one in the And they theater. find tapes inside him. That was And gross. it's like the next game. And I'm like, wait, did he put these in himself? Like, he ate them. He ate them. Mm. Uh, the hostel, I think, are fucking terrible. Like, I hate just the torture porny stuff. Yeah, like, Saw rides that fine line by almost yeah, being it's that torture porn. Yeah, it's just doing enough, uh, like, like, yeah, stuff that's making you think, like an overarching story that you're willing to kind of Look around it, whereas Hostel always felt like just why we're gonna put this person in the room, we're gonna torture him. You're gonna be like, ah, mm. that's fucking terrible. You know, I don't horror is probably my least favorite genre, though. Yep, probably my favorite genre next to comedy. I like Alien. I love Alien so know? much that I have it tattooed on me. What about Human Centipede? Is that that's weird. Um, that's, that's another that's kind not, of those things where it's almost torture genre. porn. That's that's being the same genre as human slide. centipede genre. Yeah. There's three movies. I remember there. when the first human centipede came out and it was on Netflix and I'd have friends over and you'd just be like, Hey, you wanna watch a movie? You gotta see this. And they'd be like, What is it? You'd be like, Human Centipede, and they'd be like, Oh, is this some shitty superhero film? Sure. Yep. And you'd sure. be like, Yeah, sure, man, just Whatever. watch it. Yeah. And then like halfway through they're like, What the fuck are we watching? You're fucked up, Molino. I'm out of here. <laughs> Never coming over again. Uh Scotty, you have to explain the picture. Oh, the thrill me? Mm-hmm. That's also from a horror film. Night of the Living Creeps is like from 1983 or four, and it's like such a good film. It has Tom Atkins in it, and it's a movie about how like the nerds win in the end. Like two nerds and uh, the police chief take on the world. I love this film. Tom Atkins is the police or detective or whatever, and anytime he answers his phone, he goes, "Thrill me." So when I was in high school, my voicemail was, "Thrill me." Hey, you've reached Scotty. Thrill me, and it was just that. It was that for years. Mm. Um, so I think I was doing something for video where I like, I was like, be, make a mobster style film, like use old effects, like black and white and shadows and stuff like that. Like use that style of cinematography. I was like, okay, cool. So I dressed up in that outfit or whatever for it. And then I had a friend who was in graphic arts where it was like partially photography and partially editing as well. So they took a photo of me, and then they just used that quote. And then, was it Mike who put that up on my Facebook? Yeah, I shared a memory. <laughs> Good old Stoopy. I liked it, and then had it tweeted within, like, 30 seconds. I know, I woke up. Like, like, I when I woke to up today. <laughs> when I woke up, and then, like, I see it, and then Boris like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, I don't know. It was one of Scott's, me and Scott's mutual friends shared it. And I was like, okay, weird. And then, like, all day, I was like, man, I should watch Night of the Living Creeps. 
Uh, that this is the equivalent. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Brando. This mm. picture, but no. it's the equivalent of the Andy in the fedora hat. Oh, oh sure, it's, just the one that never. He's also wearing a fedora in this picture. You would be, wouldn't you? You uh, seem like a fedora kid. <laughs> well, I wore it because I thought it was like it was part of the costume, right? Yeah, it was for the costume. But I used to have like two or fedoras because like, Andy's was a fashion choice he for a fucking off. school picture. <laughs> yeah, no, mine was just like I had it to be like mild clown. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, Thrill me. Nice filter on there. Thrill me. They edited it for graphic arts class. Oh yeah. All, All right, right, boys. We gotta make fucking picks here. All let's, right. Let's go home. Go the fuck uh, home. I do. Show? I do yeah. really, really like the uh, the commercial for No Mercy. The, the with Maurice. Yeah, the perfume one. Yeah, she speaks in French. No Mercy. Fucking boner every time. Okay. Every fucking time. Uh Chris Hawkins. Chris Hawkins. Curtis Hawkins is in a match. What? Get out of town. SmackDown is your show. You should know this. He That's has just shown up and goes, oh, something. SmackDown comes to Kurt Hawkins, and then he never fucking does anything. He said this week. Uh, yeah. That he's oh, is when he popped the balloon? When he popped the balloon? Anyways, um, it's TBD, so I'm going to assume that it's a jobber. <laughs> do we want to pick this match? I don't know what to do No, with Kurt Hawkins no, is Kurt winning. Hawkins wins. Okay, so we'll just leave it Yeah, well, here. let's not take that one. Okay, um, on the pre-show is Jack Swagger and Baron Corbin. I'm going to give that to my big Corbs. I'm going to give it to Boring Corbin. Uh, He's far from the most I boring. I Corbin wins. Balding, boring Corbin. God, they just need a cut. I was saying that to Brando this week. Mm. Like He looks like he'd have a good bald head. I don't know why. If He's already balding on top. Or yeah. if it's the company saying keep your long hair, he's just fucking... Shave it. Yeah, get rid of that or shit. Or give it to a baby face. Do a <coughs> hair versus hair match and let yeah. a baby face shave it. Dolph Ziggler will cut his hair. Sure. That's a feud I'd want to see. That's hey. a feud I've never seen before. Uh, Nikki Bella versus Carmella in a singles match. Carmella. I think Carmella's going to win, too. But um, Nikki Bella's got a show she's promoting on TV right now. That's a good point, Scotty. Carmella. I think Carmella's gotten the upper hand on her too much, so I'm going to give it to Nikki. All right. She hasn't really won since she came back either. So Plus, I think that she might win because of her TV show. I kind of forgot that was a match. Uh, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. I'm praying to God it's Bray. It's not. He never wins. He doesn't win anything. I'm picking Randy Orton, even though I don't like him. This one's tough. This one's really tough. I'm mm. going to go Wyatt just, just on principle. That he I needs it? Hope to they, God that he We've wins. said this like, for like, the past Neither six of months. these guys should lose. No. I don't know. Bring yeah. back Harper. Uh, something fucky happens. Sure, Harper. Yeah. yeah, there's your excuse. Uh, okay, career versus uh, Intercontinental Championship. I, this is harder than it should be. I'm going to say Dolph. As it's listed here, going back to our other thing, as okay. it's listed here, if Ziggler loses, he must retire. Okay. I really hope they don't cop out with the fucking Miz wins, or Dolph Ziggler wins right. via DQ. Also, we, we've forgotten to vocalize this over the past couple times that we picked. We're for all championship matches from now on. We're just going to pick who's leaving with the title. Right. It's not, not just the, just main, the title, main one. Yeah. All championship matches. That seems more important. So I'm going to say Dolph leaves with the title. Ziggler for Brando. Scotty. I'm taking the Miz. I've heard that there's a rumor that even if Dolph Ziggler loses, they're going to take him off TV for a bit and have him come back on either the opposite brand or with a new gimmick. They said very. Like, they made it weirdly clear that Miz was saying like. This is this yeah. isn't going to another brand. This isn't. Yeah, and Ziggler's contract's but, also kind of running up on dates. As yeah, well. they also so. like Mr. America. 
that's my response to yeah. that you think, you think he'll just come in the Mr. America gear? <laughs> just some sort of a dumb mask where you Zig- know it's Ziggler, yeah. but... Um, Jesus, I, re- I, I don't think Nigler? I've been more torn on this, on a yeah. match in a long time. It's impressive that they can do a career on title match and have it and not, not be known. super obvious. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I'm going to go with Ziggler, but I do think it would be really cool to have Miz win. And then no more Dolph. Yeah. That's it's weird. A world to say without that, Dolph. But, um, okay, tag team championship match: Slater, Rhino versus Usos. Um, I'm actually gonna take the Usos. I think. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna pick Slater, Rhino. Me too. Uh, I think that the Alpha helps in some way. Well, that's mean. It's not fair. Uh, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss for the women's championship. Becky. Yeah, Becky, it's too late to flip it off her. Or it's too early to flip it off of her, sorry. Yeah, I think uh, you give Bliss a good showing here. Kind of helps establish her, but you don't quite have her win it yet. So it seems too soon for her to A, win it, and like you said, too soon for Lynch to lose it. Main event, Styles, Ambrose, Cena, World Championship of the WWE. Uh, Styles retains. Styles retains. Yeah, me too. I think... uh... I just think that's the right move to make at this point. I think Styles losing that title will come at a big show. Who takes the pin, you think? John, and then leaves. Because he's already leaving. Yeah, so I, I, think think John, he, I think John gets pinned. Just leaves the armband in the ring all over again? He yeah. should. Every time he loses to AJ, he just disappears for... AJ, 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 AJ should like take it this new. time. AJ should pin him and then take the armband, put it on his head and leave. Yeah, no, John shouldn't leave it. Yeah, AJ should take it. You should take everything. Leave him in his underwear and then come out on SmackDown in the shorts All the and gear. everything yeah. that are just gigantic on him. Yeah, and, and it'll fucking... look super funny. And the hat will be like way down over you his eyes. You can see me. Yeah. That'd be good. That would be really funny. Okay. And that's, a spinner uh, belt. <laughs> that's the pod. That's that. Um, okay. Uh, we'll be back next week. Enjoy. Your pay-per-view on Sunday. Hey, Canadians, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Ah. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thank you for the podcast, boys. We do it quicker up here. We do it sooner because we don't like to wait for our turkey. Well, and we also want it further away from We get to pick out all the good turkeys We got fucking Christmas turkey, too. We don't want them a goddamn month away. Bigger buffer zone. We get this, then we get Halloween, then we get Christmas. Ain't no turkey on Halloween. Also Remembrance Day in there, but that's not a very... Are we uh, are we out of the house for Halloween, or are we going to have to fucking get some candy and hand it out to the little twerps? What day is Halloween? Monday. Oh. Monday we'll be night. fucking ra- watching wrestling, then. Oh, fuck. They're all going to be knocking on our door. Do you guys have kids in your building? I don't think that's how that works. Oh, Dude. apartment kids. All, parents from well, apartments are always. I guess if you're always, in the apartment, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I was going to say. No, the other one. The other when I lived in the apartment, I bought candy every year, and I never had kids show up. Because I know some apartment really? buildings. It depends just on your like, building. They'll send somebody down. To just wait in the doors and then just hand out candy to anybody. Yeah, I hope that happens. We should just buy it for the Raw. We should buy like a big bowl of candy uh, and just eat it. Just, just This is ours. Yeah. Like open the door for everyone that knocks on it yeah. and just eat candy in front of their face yeah. until they leave. Just comment on their co- costumes. Yeah, 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 pretty mediocre. Fucking sweet chin music, a bunch of kids. Oh, yeah. Start doing wrestling. People we can crack all these like plastic high, masks. Fucking F5 off the third floor balcony and then we should keep one box like full box of candy for the first little kid dressed as a wrestler and, and then give him that take it all yeah this is all yours yeah. you've earned this yeah that's not bad get the I fuck like out of here uh <laughs> your little finn balor yeah okay 
Uh, yeah, so wrestling on Sunday and turkey on Sunday or Monday for most people. Yeah. Or you go to a buffet like I do. Hey, maybe you're a lynch and you don't fucking celebrate any sort of Thanksgiving. Or, so. or that, too. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, the theme to No Mercy is No Mercy by a guy named Kit. Is that the guy who just says, No Mercy? No Mercy. It's not, yes. I guess it's a theme. We you should add the No Mercy dig, dig, Diggity Dog on there. Is it? Oh, is yeah. it the same song they do every year, though? They haven't oh, okay. done No Mercy in, since 2009. No Mercy. Yeah, but is that that song that they use for every No Mercy? I don't think so. I think it's a new song because when I looked the it up, it was brand is new. Near. I think. <laughs> I think that's Armageddon, actually. Yeah, that's Armageddon. Now you got me thinking. With, with uh, uh, Freddie Blassie? You're probably talking? Right. No, because we right. did a theme from No Mercy last week that wasn't that theme. Yeah, but yeah. I think sometimes there's two. Like sometimes they, they, I just want to make sure you're not doing the one that they all, like the end is near. Yeah, because it was all nightmare long last uh, in 2008, which was the last one. 2007 was No Mercy by Jim Johnston. Yeah, that's probably the one I'm thinking of. 2006 was No Mercy by Jim Johnston. Okay, yeah, okay. So as long as this isn't that No Mercy. 2005 was Save Me by Shine Down. That's a good song. Yeah, this I actually kind of dig this song. He's got a cool, uh, no very deep mercy. voice. Good. All right, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Satpod. Myself at the Diesel Barris. I'm Brando1990. I'm at Scottbox64. At BB Boris, PWAWrestling.ca, where you can find all of his hard work. Uh-huh. I think they're in Calgary this weekend. Boo. Or maybe next weekend. I'm a horrible employee, even though I'm not an employee. But oh, nice. they're going to be somewhere soon. You I can tell to... you that on one of these Saturdays coming up, they're going to be in a building and they're going to be wrestling. That's right. PWAWrestling.ca. You can find out all of the information that you need right there. Uh, we'll be back next, maybe Wednesday, now that Scotty isn't going to be here. Yeah, if you guys want to do Wednesday, go for it. Fuck, I hate Thursdays, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, okay, Scotty, take us out of here. All right, guys, until next time, keep on super kicking kids in Halloween costumes. Woo! I'm an ocean to take me away back to strawberry field. And a God that was real Till they took my sunshine away I'm a liar at night I'm a fighter by day I'm a rolling thunder on the back of the rain I'm the smoke in your lungs I am the black in your plague I am the one who's taking joy